Time now for the Six Rings Post Game Show. Breaking down everything Patriots with Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Hart. The Six Rings Post Game Show is co-sponsored by Zudi. Build any application your company needs in one week. Visit ZUDY.com for your free trial. By the New England Recovery Center in Marlboro, Mass., where recovery is possible. By your local New England Kubota tractor dealers. By Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros at needco.com by Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at catcheslaw.com and by Anderson Windows and your local Anderson Windows dealer. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. The Lions with a new kicker this week elect not to attempt a 51-yard field goal. Go for it on fourth and nine. Must get to the 23 for a first down. Goff under pressure, lost the football, Patriots recover. It's in the hands of Kyle Duggar, and he will take it all the way for New England defensive touchdown. On a picture-perfect postcard autumn day for the Patriots. Oh, but the doubters and detractors who sided with Detroit... Me! Me! Otherwise. That's me! He means me! The pit of shame shall be filled with the hearts, the Fourier's, the Marlonies, and all others within employ of WEEI and beyond who dared defy the the once previously one in three Detroit Lions, setting them to one in four, picking up their second win of the season, and giving Bailey Zappi a dub in his first home start. And sending all the Foxborough faithful home happy Zappy, on Pat the Patriot. Zappy, Zappy. Ladies and gentlemen, I arrived for the broadcast about from the W. Hello. Hi, everybody. Sorry. You're good. I don't know what Still just happened. Here. Things are firing automatically. You know what? You, right, the that robot, was, you know what it was? Jared Goff was actually working the board because that guy sucks. If Produ- I ever, as Jared a friend, Goff if I ever pick helm. Jared Goff's team again, kick me in the nuts, smack me in the face, and say, wake up, you moron. He's the guy who fell to his knees in the Super Bowl when Kyle Vannoy buzzed his tower that I picked his team to win is embarrassing for me Shame. and my entire family. Shame. And Bailey Zappi has big old cojones, and Bailey Zappi is awesome. And the dawn of the Romonster is upon us. Get out the way. That ye I've cannot, had right for like a year and a half. Ye cannot hope to contain him. Ye can only hope to maybe slow him down. We apologize for the technical difficulty. I was just about to say, I arrived about an hour ago, fresh from the stadium in the third quarter after my game day responsibilities. What wonderful energy, by the way, at the stadium, as I thought there might be, and we'll get to that later on. That's Andy Hart. I'm Nick Fitzy Stevens here on the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. Andy Hart was beside himself. And now normally... I'm almost, I wouldn't say worried or concerned, but I wonder what your state would be on a day when the Patriots play good football, win, and there's a general sense of joie in the air. I thought normally you thrive off of making sure there are footballs and cojones and game plans to bust, whine, and bitch about. Instead... Everyone's happy, and Andy is beside himself. I don't know where I am or what's going on. I think it was your energy that you can barely contain that just zapped the board and forced it to short. I'm a simple man. Oh, that's a short joke, isn't it? I see what you did it there. It shorted out. Oh, no. I see what you did there. Oh, see? Double entendre. And you think I take things personally. So all I ask for is simple, fun, 
energetic, effective football. And it wasn't perfect. There's some things we can get into, but that was a fun Patriots game. You, it, you drop back, you mm-hmm. throw the ball to Jacoby Myers, who's back in the lineup. You drop back, you hand it off to Ramondre Stevenson, who is a man among boys at times on a football field where all the other players are actually indeed men. You know the how dude you, is unreal. You know how you've talked several times before, like we, we've all since lulled our way past like John U. Smith season and yeah. whatever. I think I was right on Jack Jones season. Another pick today we'll looks see. excellent. We'll see. When he faces looking, a real quarterback, not good. that embarrassment that the Lions field. The offense. He stinks. That was, uh, you know what? I'll say it. He was golfful. He was plain. Well, he's more than golfful. He's a, and say the first two letters of his first name and then his last name. I can't say it because I might get in trouble. I don't think it's FCC appropriate. Oh, no, but that's actually like. That's a term Same for, like, fast. a you or a me in Pittsburgh. Can we say it? No. Okay. But he is that. He is the softest quarterback in the National Football League. And Bailey Zappi is the opposite end of the spectrum. I don't know how good he is. We're going to play this game where, like, you know, I already did a little Twitter trolling myself and said, again, Mac who? By the way, how many Mac who tweets can you possibly send out in a week? Uh, we're going to test the limits this week. Because i got to get them out while I can. What is up with people that work at this radio station who know that this place thrives on Patriot success that it's been able to keep the lights on and power the tower um, based off of Tom Brady, Bill Belichick at all for 20-some-odd years. Now, all of a sudden, things are going well again, and we're trying to stir up controversy. No, I like the things that make him go well. He took Aaron Rodgers to overtime the first time he stepped on the field, and he embarrassed don't, Jared don't, Goff the don't second time. Don't get me going. Don't get me going because I'm having too good a day to get mad about the fact that they should have thrown the ball last week on second and five in overtime. Can you see it now? Dude can throw. What do you go, 17 of 21? He completed 80-plus percent of his passes today. He was making plays down the field. He, he would have nice been perfect if Nelson nice Aguilar didn't suck. Are we going to have to be a little harsh? Are we? Wow. No, that's okay. No, I'm I here. think he actually As I sucked. say, I'm here for it. Oh, like, no, 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 he did. I was just going to ask later on in the program because we've got so much to get to. We're here with you today from 4 o'clock until 7.30 when WEI switches over coverage to Westwood One's coverage of Sunday Night Football. And it should be a good one, kiddos. Ben's gals at the Revenge of Baltimore. I was going to say, in light of his play today and that he has two fumbles on the season, two absolute backbreaker fumbles, and now, I don't know, we need a new term for when a wide receiver gets thrown a perfect pass, bumbles it, or bump set spikes it, Jonu Smiths it, if you will, like Nelson Aguilar did into the arms of a Detroit defender, and yet Bailey Zappi has to wear the coat of shame that is the interception on a damn near perfect day for his a, first start. A true giveaway. You know how the NFL lists takeaways give and giveaways? Away. That was a picture-perfect, clear example of a giveaway. That's now, not a luckily, turnover. It's a giveaway. Yes. 100%. The, the other team did nothing to earn that football. That was all Nelson Aguilar, who then apparently left with a hamstring injury that I'm not sure if that's real or him just be like, yeah, something wrong with me. I got to get out of here before I can do any more damage. Was that an, oh, my arm. Oh, my it's arm. broken. But we also haven't mentioned a guy that we need to mention. We've made it this far, and Zappi is awesome. Mm-hmm. Matthew Judon. Judon is equally as awesome on defense right now, and, and he is... I mean, I, Mike Giardi tweeted that Judon's, he, uh, Goff is going to see Judon as nightmares. There's no doubt. Like, this idea that Goff is soft, Judon accentuated that from the very beginning of the game straight on through, where Goff was just running for his life, just like throwing the ball away to avoid sacks. Like, he's a he plays for the Lions, but he's really kind of a pussycat. And Which Judon tackle was he that. eating the lunch of today? Because those are two. It's Both. Uh, he, it's no, no, no. Taylor, both. Isn't it Taylor Decker oh, yeah. and Panay Sewell? You have a top 10 pick, maybe a top 5 pick. Sewell? And you have like five. the, mo- I believe, the most expensive offensive line in football. And Matthew Judon, 
made them his you-know-what, although I will say there were some schematic issues, and Jonathan Vilma, which he's not great, but he did point out TJ Hawkinson should not be one-on-one with Matthew Judon the way he's playing right now. Whatever Matthew Judon was last November and December when he faded and we questioned this, question that, Exhausted, he's the opposite COVID, right concerned, now. He's upset shot about out Tom of a Brady's cannon. marriage, whatever his it was. His hands are great. Yep. He's like warfare with his hands. He's getting to the quarterback. He's chasing them. He's burst. I said to um, LaPan when we were watching it, he feels like Jaws. He feels like Jaws. That would be... Producer Nick LePan, not yeah. LePan, or like, Le like Whatever. hey, our delivery guy, Le Pan, guy Le Pan. You know, Peter LePan. It's a French version of the boy who never wanted to grow up. In his mind, I feel like he hears the Jaws music because he is just feasting on helpless. No, he hears the psycho music, like when Norman Bates opens the shower, and it just you hear like it's ring, unreal ring, right it's, now. And let me tell you, and I, I hope kn- it continues. I hope we don't have to change our tune down the stretch because he has talked a lot about wanting to finish, wanting mm-hmm. to be consistent. If he does. You have a all-pro defensive player of the year type candidate. I mean, he's TJ. That's it. That's exactly what every time Jared Goff turns around, there's there's a clown outside his window. There's Matthew Judon, Pennywise, the defensive end. Let me just tell you, as, as you watch the entire game here, listening to three quarters baked Marv Albert, a.k.a. Kenny Albert, make the call on Fox, and I was at the stadium for the first half and made it here. Let me tell you straight up, just watching from the stands, Judon looked faster than everyone else on the Patriots defense yep. except for except for Adrian Phillips, who we're going to get to later because something happened in the offseason, and he's now an absolute terror. I mean, I've always thought he's a good football player, but damn, he's making grown-ass man big boy plays like I don't know. I haven't seen from a safety like pound that. Pound for pound looks like Jones. the strongest guy on the field, Adrian, Adrian Phillips. Phillips. Yep. Oh, if you I don't had, know where it's coming from, to, where it's going, I don't know what's going on, but it's discarding fun to watch. Aaron Jones like just a sack of rubbish. He looked like the the Reggie White club, and I'm like, okay, that's Reggie White. He's special, Ooh. but like when when Adrian Phillips is doing it, Judon's extra gear right now. I don't know where it's where it's come from. Uh, what happened to him in the off season as well? Like, and I know he had a great start last season, and then of course, like you just mentioned, like he faded hard down the stretch and was MIA basically yep. for December. Could have been COVID. Could have been enough fatigue. Could have been. People could have been a long season, could Who have been a rib injury, could have been right. he may have a been million, hiding a couple of Could have been a little injuries. of all of those things. A uh, a a a buffet, a buffet of things. It's hard you to you know it play is. at a high level. Seventeen for four games. Months. Right. A month here, a month there, but sets the Patriot record. First time ever a pass rusher for the Patriots has had a sack in each of the first five games. He has six total and then six. had the strip sack, which was the play of the game. Similar similar to I thought Jack Jones's interception last week. The scoop and score fumble was like, no, 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 we're not just here to make this tough on you. We're here to make a statement. Now, obviously, Aaron Rodgers, Packers, different. Jared Goff, Lions, different. But you go on to embarrass the highest scoring offense in the NFL. They came in averaging 35.3 points per game. Did not live up to it. I would say not. Now, their defense lived Lived up up to to their billing. Well, now, they only gave up, technically, their defense only gave up 22 because You ran for a buck 60 on them, and Bailey Zappi carved him up like John Elway circa 1997. Was he doing his best passing? I don't know. I couldn't think of what year. I, know. Would be I was his thought you were going to say eighty-seven or eighty-five. Eighty-seven would have sure. been good. Eighty-seven yeah. was that like the drive? It was more Terrell, Terrell Davis back then. But any, All any right, don't nitpick. You get I, the fight. It's my job then, if not to just try to see the devil in the details. Point being, yes, Zappy looked great. They did only give up twenty-two points. Uh, little side note to that: if we're discussing Patriots speed. I had never really seen Kyle Duggar get after it and do a fifty-yard dash. Oh yeah, wheels for yeah. a guy that for a guy that can drop the hammer. 
Kyle Duggar's got some wheels. And I'd been looking for, like I had mentioned, I wanted to see a big touchdown pass. I was hoping maybe Marcus Jones or somebody would score a special teams touchdown so that the crowd could go wild. It was wonderful. It was ecstatic. We were ecstatic. It was just so joyous to plug into the energy of a stadium united in cheer over a spectacular play. Judon chases down Goff, who panics, makes a, I've uh, termed it a mafumble, part muff, part fumble. Great play by Judon. So Goff mafumbles on an awful play call to go for it on fourth and nine. Oh, yeah. Hey, if you're going to beat Belichick, you got to show the grit and balls to go for it on fourth and Terrible. nine, bro. They go for it. Judon eats Goff's lunch. Scoop and score for Duggar, who just picks it up, hits that extra gear, surprising him out of octane in his giddy-up, and the stadium went nuts. You know what it felt like, Andy? It felt like, and there have been several plays like that since this famous play, but it felt like a snow fireworks type of play, where if people were all, like, were given away some sort of entry prize, or there was free popcorn, or there was snow in the stands, everyone would have just thrown it around in joy and unison because everyone was just so happy. They were positively elated. It kind of almost felt like the game was over then. What was the... Yeah, that's I'm, my point. Like, that was, to me, the, yeah. the sort of turning point or whatever, like, oh, no, this is real, because we do need to remember... We talked about it on the Six Rings preview podcast. We we talked a lot all week. This was two one and three teams. Mm-hmm. This was a rookie fourth round pick making his first NFL start. Injuries on both sides of the ball. This was seen as sort of an unpredictable game. Now you go back right. and you go, oh, I should have seen this coming. Goff sucks. Campbell's an idiot. They're on the road. Full, he'd never won like a road game as a head right. coach. But a full Schneid. Uh, it, this was an ass whooping, a lion taming, whatever you want to call it, and. This is one of those that we talked about it last week. You know, did Bill learn something about his Patriots in Green Bay that we'll retroactively look back on and say they fought to the finish, their medal was proven? That was my big question that we'll I see. asked you guys on the pod now, the last Lions week. The Lions may just suck. Yes. There's a good chance. You know, you know how they got uh-huh. Aiden Hutchinson, right? How? They picked number by, one in the draft. <laughs> by sucking. They may pick number one in the draft. No, by again. picking number two. Or two. Whatever. Walker went yeah, number yeah, yeah. one to Jacksonville. I might have messed that up in a blog entry. But anyway, we'll go. Forget about that. No. Regardless. Andy, just between you and me. No one's reading it. <laughs> oh, I can tell that. In the, I read a newspaper today. There were three <laughs> stories. There must have been 40 errors. 40 typos and mistakes, including in headlines in, like, the big font. By the way, I'm joking, Bradfoe. I know Andy does a great job. Hey, we all did. We all chipped in. It takes a village to put together weei.com, and it takes a village to put together the Six Rings postgame show. Thank you, guys. For tuning in, I hope you guys are listening right now on your way out of the stadium. Maybe you're lighting up the grill for that second tailgate. Oh, but that post-game victory burger, the cigar, Uh, the leftover wings. Oh, yeah. Tastes delicious. They are the absolute best. We are coming to you from our Best Yet brand studio. And, of course, we're brought to you by Zooty. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zooty. That's Z-U-D-I-Z-U-D-I-Z-U-D-I-Z-U-D-I-Z-U-D-I-Z-U-D-I-Z-U-D-I-Z-U-D-I-Z-U-D-I-Z-U-D-I-Z-U-D-I-
We'll hear from Kyrie Thompson, WEI.com beat writer. He'll be bringing us some audio from the locker room with a little fresh Patriots player perspective. And, of course, Nick LaPan, please get the shame bell ready for when Christian Fourier calls in to be embarrassed about his Detroit pride, his hashtag one pride in picking the Lions to face, to deface your New England Patriots today. They should take away one of his Super Bowl rings if he hasn't already sold it to put his kids through college. No, they all get scholarships. I know. They're all athletic. Damn kids. Stupid. <laughs> what are our kids going to do? How are we going to pay for college? I got to breed better next time. <laughs> My poor wife. My poor everybody. Oh, we're in a good mood. I hope you guys are as well. Hey, probably would help to give out the phone number as well if you would like to call. If you're currently in some Route 1 traffic or maybe you're making your way around town, you're doing a little shopping for some 4 o'clock game action, uh, whatever it happens to be, you could be doing some yard work, give us a shout at 617-779-7937. That's the telephone number. The text line is available for business. Andy is perusing it only to select the best ones that make fun of me or say terrible things about me at 37937 or highlight how awesome Andy is. And, of course, the socials. They are at WEEI at Six Rings Pod. You want to get to us personally? He's at Jumbo Hart, and I'm at Fitzy GFY. Andy, some textual action. Yeah, do we not say the wide receiver who fumbled the uh, the ball, bumbled the ball into an interception properly? We have a 508. Can everyone at WEEI stop calling Aguilar Aguilar? Dude is Nigerian, not Dominican. All right. that's uh, Thank you very much, uh, Strunk and White, for checking in. The grammar police here on the text line. Uh, Jacoby Myers is actually at the podium. Let's hear from one of today's stars. Yeah, but that's a testament to the coaches, the team. You know what I mean? It takes – that's a group effort, you know, and he went out there and did the best that he could, and we just had to make sure we protected him, ran the ball well, you know what I mean, caught the ball. So, like I said, shout-out to the coaches for just having a good game plan and calling the right plays and for him to go out there and execute it for us. Jacoby, going out there and seeing how the team's able to execute, even with a different quarterback, um, how much confidence does it give you guys, seeing the way that you performed out there, uh, despite who's calling the plays? Mm-hmm. I think in the locker room, we know we got a special team. We know we got special guys on the team who could make plays regardless of who's throwing it or regardless of who's up. You know what I mean? So even when I was down, I knew the guys would go out there and make plays. So with Bailey coming in, we understand it's a next-man-up opportunity, and we just got to go out there and be the best that we can for him. So. Jacoby. Good amount of work for Taekwon out there in his NFL debut. How nice was it for you guys to see him uh, finally get out there? Yeah, I mean, that was, that was really special, honestly, just to see him go out there and play, play fast, see him start off and then the game slow down for him. It was just, I mean, that's real special as a vet, honestly. Well, I'm not a true vet yet, but just seeing a younger guy come in and, you know what I mean, get his chance to play and go out there and show what he can do, I'm really happy for him. So, special moment for me and him. Hey, Jacoby. Seven catches, 111 yards, and touchdown. That seemed to be hard to come by for a little while for you, at least in your first few years. How did it feel to get back in the end zone today? I felt great, honestly. Just just being out there, I mean, it really – I feel like I was smiling the whole game, really just enjoying it again. I felt like a kid again being out there. So that was a special feeling, you know, and we got the win, which was most important. So going to go celebrate with the guys. Hey, hey, Jacoby. Aside from uh, hating watching the games on TV, were you able to – uh, glean anything or pick up anything uh, to either help you or the offense going forward? Um, yeah, I would say so. I feel like every day coming in, I still had to prepare like I was going to play. You know, still sat in meetings. All I did, I just didn't travel or I just didn't step on the field, you know. So 
I feel like I was still coming in here trying to get better every day. If it was me in that situation, what route would I do? How would I run the route? So it was a lot of mental reps, you know what I mean? That's not as fun, but it still got to be done. Hmm. Hey, uh, after not playing for two weeks, just, you know, how do you feel physically coming out of the game? Uh, we won, so I'm great. You know, it's, even if I was hurt, you know, I'm, I'm happy. Hmm. Jacoby Bailey admitted last week that he was asking guys in the huddle to kind of remind him to calm down a little bit when he came into that Packers game. Mm. How was he in the huddle today from what you could see? I feel like he handled it pretty well, honestly. I, it's tough being out there. You know, it get loud sometimes and people get excited, but I feel like he was pretty smooth out there. I remember my first year being a rookie, I was panicking, you know what I mean? I was making up words in my head, could have sworn you called this, you know what I mean? So I thought he did a pretty good job of just communicating what he was looking for, what the play was, what the count was. So just shout out to Baylor. Jacoby, there, there seems to be a lot of confidence right now in, in the run game, a lot of play action today. What's the benefit in running the ball the way you guys are right now and how that opens things up offensively? Uh, I feel like it's honestly the most important part of football, being able to run the ball. I mean, you could bring safeties down, bring linebackers down, stuff the box, and that just makes it easy to be a receiver. So if the running back's going, it's going to be a good day for us on the outside because we could probably get one-on-one or no help over top. So. Appreciate y'all. Jacoby Myers, who had a great game after missing two games due to injury. Did you expect, great to hear from him on the podium, talking about, of course, catching a touchdown, his third touchdown as a professional and a member of the Patriots, Bailey Zappi's second touchdown as a quarterback in the NFL, his first at home. Did you think you would see such a solid, if not borderline, electric connection between the two? Myers was wide open every time Zappi found him today. Um, I'm not totally surprised, A, because I think that's what Jacoby Myers does. Gets open and catches the ball. I don't think it really matters who the quarterback is. He's reliable. He's dependable. And they know that. So I think whoever's out there is like, okay, first read, I'm probably going to find where Jacoby is. He's usually open where mm-hmm. he's supposed to be. And secondary to that, going to pat myself on the back, leaping Lenny Puffo style. I told you in the summer, Here the offense once again. looked as good or better with Bailey Zappi running it. And there were times it was with the the – the first unit there were times it was with all the backups like i think there's a trust in those guys that was founded in the summer like th- we are seeing him for the first time now kind of they've been working with him and i think that trust was built over weeks and weeks and months not just oh my god he had to play last week practice well then the only question that i'll put out to the audience is how many draft picks do we get from mac jones quarterback controversy who are you starting next week in cleveland six one call seven. the 49ers what's that call the 49ers oh. I'm actually going. You know what? I'm gonna we're because they've hamstrung we, themselves financially some and draft pick wise by by trading for I Trey know. Lance. The only way to fix it is get Mac Jones. By the way, producer Nick Lapan, do we have a sponsor for Andy's Victory Lap, a new portion of the show each and every week here on the program? Is yeah. there like a, an Sunoco. athletic? Is like is it like a uh, you Where know did that come from a Sunoco? <laughs> Well, Don't Sunoco's actually name check a brand that didn't pay for it. I was gonna, okay, just wanted to make sure they are actually a station. They are. Yes, they are. Okay, okay good. excellent. That's where Jeez, I get my guess. That's dangerous. Stop there all the time. It's like hey, Maverick. I am dangerous, Iceman. <laughs> that's damn right. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. Break now. And we will be going to break in just uh, a moment's time. I, I didn't say break now over the air. I said it you in did. the pr- I did. Okay, great. Glad that that button doesn't work as well. See what you did, Andy, to the place. Ah, we're all kinds of crazy. We're unhinged. We're one victory, up. and Fitzy is off the rails. <laughs> 
That's Z-U-D-Y, four letters. You got Hart, you got Fitzy, you got producer LaPan, and we got you here on the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. We're back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. 'm glad everybody's on board now Jonathan Vilma it used to be just you and I doing the lame jokes oh no Dietrich wise has joined the fun mm-hmm. Jonathan Vilma's joined the fun it's all zappy hour all night long let me tell you for a fact Andy Hart this is Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart here with you on the six Rings post game show until 7 30 on weei and the weei sports radio network give us a shout won't you 617-779-7937. so I arrived early at Gillette today, just after they cracked the gates and opened up the lots, maybe about a quarter after 8, 8.30 tops. Decided to, uh, before making my way into the stadium, just wanted to go out and connect with the Foxborough faithful, say hello, take some photos and videos of all the throwback Reds. A lot of great jerseys out there today. Happy to see some Hannahs and Capalettis and not just a bunch of, like, Devlin? 12s and 87s. Yep. Uh, no Devlin, De- sorry. Damn I it! For, I looked for you. What's wrong with you people? I Fairweather fans. I know, exactly. Bunch of pink hats. So, while out there talking to folks, I swear... If I walked around with, like, a bucket underarm and the idea was you had to throw in a five every time somebody at a tailgate said, like, hey, Fitch, come on over for a beer. It's zappy hour. We would have built a new wing at Boston Children's Hospital. So you're telling me. Everyone. Everyone is on board. It is now zappy. Like, he's a thing now. He's a vibe. So he's more popular than Mac. Well, no, because last year it was Mac to the future, and now it's zappy hour. It's a thing. No, I'm telling you, everyone, like, the people that make the huge sign in the corner, the opposite end zone away from where the construction's happening, you see that huge sign, they bring it out every week, oh, yeah. it says Mac Attack Corner. Hmm. They had a new one made today, Zappy Hour Corner. So, um, if I'm it's Mac Jones watching this game and watching what's going on in the stadium and maybe even getting a taste of this right now. Oh, no, he's, he's not. He's like, wait, Fitzy's talking about they were talking all about Zappy in the parking lots. Does he feel forgotten? Is he worried? It's Mac Jones right now. Andy Hart. Worried. Does Do you, he have a little uh, a little anxiety? Does he need a couple Rolades? Is his tummy hurt? No. Does he need, does he need Sophie to make some cookies? <laughs> I was just going to say, you know what? Tonight is the night that the cookie monster comes back out, and he's like, I'm nervous. He's going to be 400 pounds by next week. He is. He's going to show up. Hey, Bill, how's it going? I don't, Mac, what happened? I don't care that you're the first-round pick. You were not having a lot of success as a team or you offensively. You were turning the ball over too often, and now – your third string secondary backup has come in right off the street, green as can be. Well, it's a nice street that he's been living yeah. in all summer. And looks good, looks efficient, isn't making mistakes. The offense is scoring. I understand. Worst defense in the NFL. We we all know that, but sometimes we forget it, right? Like it gets lost on us because you get very bad up in defense in a very very injured team like they they sure. are dinged up like they that lost car, dbs all day right. long that a three-wheeled vehicle that was emitting smoke from both both ends made it back into the garage at the end of this but game they are Mac decimated feel something i can't help but wonder if there's just maybe a chance 
Now, there's a positive and a negative from this. The negative in Mac Jones's eyes would be this. Should I have gotten that type of rope surgery? Like, mm-hmm. is this kid like, like they should have won last week. They absolutely should have won last week, especially when you see that the Giants win 27-22 against the Packers at Her Majesty's Royal Football game. And I couldn't have poo-pooed that one. This week I can say, oh, worst defense in the NFL. Jared Goff's a dink. The Lions. Mm-hmm. Right. If and you the, beat the Packers softball. at Lambeau yeah. and then do the same thing a week later, what you're supposed to do against the Lions. He acquitted himself very well last week. <laughs> oh, tremendous. Is there a tiny bit of a chance? Just a little bit. Not even playing radio. Are we playing Just radio? An iota, a skosh, a, a tidbit of anxiety in Mac Jones like... Now, let me flip the coin. There should be. Let me just sort you of should like... Never, Bill Belichick's the king of you should never feel in the best interest safe. Of the... Bill Belichick at the podium, um, a.k.a. the president of the Bailey Zappi fan club you are from going what I heard. There. Did you, you hear him? Doing it. You Every time he comes off the field and tells through. me what he saw, I usually see it the same way. Oh, like He was all in on Bailey Zappi, and the texters noticed. The, uh, like, yeah, same things Mac did last year. You know, Mac, when, you know, when uh, Mac used to play quarterback for yeah. us, like, he's moved on. We're not trolling he you, audience. We are not thing. trying to. Hot take, Jake it, and make sure that we stir up the winds of controversy. All we know is that Mac Jones is hurt. Bailey Zappi has stepped in. He's played awfully well. And the thing I wanted to point out before we went to Bill, and we're about to go break, is Andy, the benefit to Mac Jones, the sadness of Mac right now could be like, oh, boy, I better get back in there quickly. Hi, Sophie, give me me that tiny dog and some of those cookies. The benefit could be maybe the Patriots will realize that the offense that they have tailor-cut or rather scaled back to run with Bailey Zappi is the way things should be. What do you say, audience? How do you feel about it? Give us a shout. We'd love to discuss with you. Andy and I will discuss more on the other side. Breaking down the game that was. This is the Six Rings Post Game Show. Here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. I mean, I thought it was better. It's definitely being able to get in the huddle every day, call the play, call a, you know, see it, execute it versus watching somebody else do it. That's always more beneficial. Um, but he learns well whether he's in there or not. So, um, but yeah, it was it was good. There was definitely an element of that. I, I couldn't put a percentage on it or anything, but certainly it helped. And uh, you know, he was confident out there. He he does a good job. Um, does a good job of, of seeing the game and can come off and identify and articulate what he saw, what happened, and that's usually right. What he saw is usually when you, what I saw, or maybe when you look at the film, maybe there's something that's a little gray in there that you know his explanation is actually good. That it, it, it was the way he saw it. You know, maybe he might not have done the right thing, but he saw he saw the game, and that goes all the way back to preseason. You know, he played a lot in preseason. I think those snaps were good for him. He learned a lot. We learned a lot. Um, and I think there's definitely some benefit to the playing time that, that he had in preseason um, in, in the games that he's played the last two weeks. So. A very straightforward, if not plaintiff, Bill Belichick behind the mic today at the podium following the Patriots' 29 to nothing defeat, dismantling, and Route. devouring of the... I was going with the alliterative thing. I was looking for yeah. D words. I'm sure. <laughs> if there's one thing I know you like. I just want to remind you that more people are hearing what you're saying than me and producer Nick. <laughs> We're just having fun there here after a win. There are people in the car right now like, hey, kids, let's turn on the postgame show with Coach Hart and that screwball right. Fitzy. Patriots defense came up huge today. 
Yes. I'm not going to call Matt Jude on what Bill calls him because it makes I, me a little it uncomfortable. It makes me a little uncomfortable Even though it is well. the beginning of his last name. Now, it's funny, too, because didn't Jerry Judy, like Jerry Judy, well, his oh, yeah. nickname should be like poor sad Jerry. <laughs> now that he's stuck on the most pathetic, anemic team in the NFL with the... Yeah, he wears a Star of David because people yeah, call him... The, yeah, they call him... Yeah, I, I, don't, yes. I'm not, I don't know why I have I'm a hard time saying it. I'm just going to avoid it. I like, like, no. I Like, no. No, it's just weird, but Matt... But Belichick feels comfortable. Apparently, that's Matthew Judon's nickname. Yeah. Anyway, um, Belichick didn't go over the top. He also wasn't, you know, defeat Bill. He wasn't tough loss Bill. He was, you know, he well, was Belichick. He was he, pretty straight. He was pretty straightforward. He didn't do a lot of, like, mansplaining. There was a lot of um, bragging about the defensive effort, about well, how should, good the Lions offense well, is. Now, wouldn't you? And wouldn't I, you? Wait a minute, though. Because I missed. I don't believe on Wednesday he told me how good Jared Goff was. He was too busy telling me how good uh, Jack Fox and uh, Chris Board Chris Board. Were. Did Board even play? I know he was dinged up just like everybody else we heard that we should have been feared uh, sure, of last but week. He, we learned from the Detroit guy. Mm-hmm. Will Birchfield from Will Birchfield. I knew you fill it in. Um, Biggest narrogance to drinker outside of us. a nobody until Bill yep. said he was the greatest special teams player. But I'm sorry, you, he didn't tell me Jared Goff was great on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. He told me Aaron Rodgers was great the previous Wednesday. Oh, oh my God, just gushing about Aaron Aaron Rodgers was so good. How good was he, Fitz? So now, he lost to the Giants by five in England today. Now, once his defense shuts out a quarterback that Bill didn't have the time for in his Wednesday Lou Holtz press conference, now he tells me how good that offense is and how good Jared Goff is. Who He's just it? fluffing up his defense, and, who, and it's run by who? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's, yeah, exactly. Him, Steve. Him nice and shot, Steve. And Steve. Yeah, I, I have had, and they did a good job. I, I just wish he had zero, told me the offense like, was good. It's become like... A bad joke around here, the way people always like, ah, Belichick, the lucky sperm claw, blah, blah, blah. Steve Belichick, why is he like, how come he's the defensive coordinator? Nepotism's all that got him the job. Ever since third and 25 last year against Dallas, where I think they called a terrible play, they allowed 24 yards to either Gallup or C.D. Lamb, and they set up the fourth and one where Dallas was able to kick the field goal, tie the game, and win in overtime. I have had no qualm, no quibble, nothing. Uh, yeah, okay, they they didn't make Buffalo punt, whatever. Other, otherwise, I haven't really had <laughs> well, any... you really glossed over that. Yeah, well, I mean... In two I, games. I, did you see the, game, what Buffalo did today? Did you see what, how they looked in the first quarter against Pittsburgh? I mean, like, well, the wagon is back. They're yeah, they're good. pretty good. They are. They're pretty good. Steve Belichick gets no love, no credit, no anything in this town, and I'm not really sure why. Like, it's Well, because we're not sure what he does. Like we know, he, what does anybody do besides Bill Belichick? Honestly, and that's what Bill's created, and I think that's what he for wants. better and worse. Right, you, he doesn't want people ripping Matt Patricia when the offense sucks. Right, oh, that whole routine this week, by the way, with just like oh not wanting God. to answer. So quite, come on, Bill. So annoying. It's a, please don't but make people feel bad flips, for just trying to do their the job. The flip side of that is his son is not going to get the credit he deserves. Maybe, and I don't know whether he does or doesn't deserve. Maybe Gerard Mayo deserves more of the credit. But the muddy water, or Brian. we can't give out criticism or credit in the right. structure Bill has built. It's just blame Bill or praise Bill generally in the end. It all, it be, he, and he's the one who tells us all the time it begins and ends with me. So, and Bill fans would tell you that's a great coach protecting his, his coaches, his assistant coaches from criticism. Now, a Belichick detractor would say that's an egomaniac that wants all the credit. I don't know where the truth is. You, you, that's probably a uh, you know out there. Monday to Friday, told. two to six discussion for how that works out for in the mythem. end. But they had a good performance today against a bad quarterback. Would you say that today is a great day or just at least a very good day for the in-bill-we-trust crowd? Uh, oh, yeah. 
I mean, I already saw Ben Volan's Boston Globe quickie column is like another masterful Belichick game plan or another. That's master- what friends of mine were texting during the day. Belichick. Just like, That's wow, fine. this is Belichick. I give credit to the players. I think another masterful ass whooping by Matt right. Judon. The players still have to actually. And we've been given permission by a Jewish person to just say it, but I'm not going to. Um, but Matt Judon kicked ass today. Ramondre yeah. Stevenson kicked ass today. Adrian Bailey Phillips Zappi did ass. not Nathan Peterman today. Did not look like a no, young quarterback who wasn't ready for the spotlight. Like I thought, the players really executed. And when Bill comes to the podium, he generally says, it's the players. I give them credit. And I thought on the other side of the field, the most important player gagged Jared Goff. And then his tackles weren't very good. They're supposed to be highly Stunningly paid, considering tackles, how right? good they have been to this date. And the fact that they came in with, yes, the worst rushing defense. And Ramondre Stevens exposed that and then some. Uh, but also, they they yeah, they score a ton. They have a great rushing attack themselves. They didn't run. They ran fine today, but their pass pro was garbage. Or was the Patriots' rush that much better? Oh, I think the Judon was phenomenal. Yeah, like and then they blitzed too. Yeah. They had a bunch of blitzing. You know, Mac Wilson got there. Adrian Phillips. They had. They've been, I think, aggressive with the blitzes. Raquan McMillan had a sack. Raquan McMillan. Like they were bringing linebackers and safeties. But I think some of that started with how impactful Judon was. From as Vince Wilfork would say, jump. From jump, Judon was dominant in that game and start to finish. And I thought the offensive line moved the line of scrimmage, created the the holes. D- Bailey Zappi was not under fire very often. He did not have to freak out. He had the one, one run. One sack, yeah. Um, he had the one sack, but he had the one run where he scrambled out, picked up some yards. Mm-hmm. But I never thought, like, ooh, Zappi feet. Like, and, and I'm doing that as a pun, but I'm also doing that as young quarterbacks. Every once in a while you think, like, oh, my God, hair's on fire. What do I do? I don't know that there was a single hair on fire moment in this game. Now that's again last week a little bit, defense. perhaps. Yes, yeah. but this is a bad defense. Like you can put it all into perspective of the day relative to the game and the competition. But the reality is, two one and three football teams played. Now maybe you're just the king of the dip poos, as I used to say to my friend Paul Perillo. Like maybe you're the best of the worst teams or right. whatever. Maybe that's where you're going to settle crap in. Heap, sure. But it's better to be two and three than it is to be one and four. It's better to be the king of the crap heap than the crap heap. Exactly. Right? No, it, it is. Stand on the Lions. Don't let them stand on you. And on a day where the AFC East got shaken up a little bit, obviously Buffalo brought Pittsburgh to the proverbial, you know, woodshed, Which, outhouse, Yellerdom. wherever you want to say. Yeah, it was, it was, it was not. However, whatever the final score was, it wasn't that close. But the Jetropolitans, and we'll get to uh, around the NFL the next hour, they win against Miami. Which is a which is I, I won't say it's a stunner. The fact that their third string quarterback had to come in was, I think, the shocker, which probably begat that. Oh, what's wrong with third string quarterbacks? We just spent the last hour talking up a third string quarterback. Well, I'll, Haley Zappi jerseys, do you think will be sold? Because they're available. They are available on. I know online. I saw them when I was scrolling through some Patriots Pro Shop stuff the other day. By the day. time you get it, I you think that would no have to longer be an be impulse purchase on your way out if Did they had some at the Pro Shop. I didn't get a chance to make it in there because I would be interested. Because I think because they were chanting for Zappy at the end of that game, and you're right. You can get a kid or a drunk dad or a fan like you that's just going to plunk down 120 bucks because I'm at the game and and I want it right now and it feels right and you could regret it three weeks later. But Zappy's popular right now. Very. I'm it telling you, there's the huge Mike Reese tweet. Hey, Mac, it. you're not the most popular quarterback on the Patriots today. I don't know about next week or next month, but today, Bailey Zappi is the most popular quarterback that plays for the Patriots. You is saw that wrong? That big, no, you are not wrong, sir. You saw that big sign that Mike Reese tweeted out a photo of, like, come on, Zappi, you can do it, yeah. uh, that somebody put out in front of, like, their auto dealership. People were taking photos of it. That, Like I said, the Zappi Hour corner. Like, I know this is all supposed to be temporary, 
but he has kind of injected some life by the team rallying around him Which and the energy missing. that has followed. Yes, he has been integral to the Patriots' like mini turnaround here. And it's a shame that they don't have the victory to show for the effort last week against Green Bay. But you are what your record says. You're two and three. Unfortunately, still in the bottom of the AFC East now that the Dolphins lose, but the Jets win. Hey, listen, there's still plenty of season to go. Will this momentum be carried into Cleveland next week? We will address that in hour number two, plus all of your calls. We'll hear from Zappy Hour himself, the game-winning quarterback, Bailey Zappy, and so much more here on the Six Rings postgame show with Fitzy and Hart on WEI. Time now for the Six Rings postgame show. Breaking down everything Patriots with Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Hart. The Six Rings postgame show is co-sponsored by Zudi. Build any application your company needs in one week. Visit ZUDY.com for your free trial. By the New England Recovery Center in Marlboro, Mass., where recovery is possible. By your local New England Kubota tractor dealers. By Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros at needco.com by Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at catcheslaw.com, and by Anderson Windows and your local Anderson Windows dealer. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Hour number two of the Six Rings postgame show today here on WEEI and all across the WEEI Sports Radio Network. Thank you for consuming us Wherever you may take it in, 93.7 FM, all across the WEEI Sports Radio Network, WEEI.com, and, of course, on the Odyssey app. If you don't have it, download it today in the Google Play Store, Apple Apps, and everywhere else. Uh, We'll hear from Patriots quarterback Bailey Zappi in victory, his first in the NFL in just a few minutes. But we have not had a chance to hear from you, the Foxborough faithful, and the Patriots people. So let us now first go to one of our favorites here at WEEI, Andy. Matt is in Rhode Island. He'd like to talk about Kyle Duggar, who had himself a game. What up, Matt? Kyle. Hey, what's up, guys? What's hey, Fitzy, I came up with something just so you can remember the read. Uh, it goes with the game today. It's Z-U-D-Y, Detroit, you ain't got no alibis. You're ugly. <laughs> you are ugly. There's our new... Uh, Get that. Uh, make sure we record that later on, uh, Nick. That'll be our new Zooty read. Perfect. I, I nailed that. Right? Nailed but, uh, it, baby. Anyway, with, the, with the pressure up front, uh, with Judon, with Judon doing work, um, I was really happy with my guy Duggar not biting on the play action fake and staying with the um, tight ends. He made some great plays out there, and like I like to see that going forward because he he does have a tendency to bite, you know, on that um, that play action. But just let me. Uh, yeah, just let me say, I, I was totally wrong about this game. I, I really thought it was going to be more of a game. Me too. But, um, you know, they, they did their work. And um, just one quick thing on J- Jacoby Myers. You know, I, I just like to say this kid, he came in in the draft as an undrafted free agent in the same draft that we took that other guy um, in the first round that we that we traded for a bunch of um, expired Pizzeria Uno um, coupons over to the Chicago. <laughs> So, yep. you know, you got to give this guy all the respect. You know, is he a game-breaking receiver? No, but when you have a backup quarterback, he's always where he's supposed to be. Therefore, that, that quarterback can trust. He can make those throws. He knows he's going to be there. All right, great show, guys. Bye. Thanks, Thank Matt. you so much, Matt. I appreciate that. Uh, did we actually get a bunch of expired Pizzeria Uno no, I would take coupons those. back for uh, the receiver who shall not be named? Because there's a good chance you might be able to go into one shop and be like, oh, I had no idea it expired. You sure? Look, the kids are hungry. And they'll be like, come on in, yeah. you guys. No, I would take those. Uh, we did not get that, and you <laughs> should not get that for him. 
but no, Jacoby Myers has been a great story since the day he arrived. Love him. Um, uh, you know, what, what was the theme song for or the sponsor? Uh, Sunoco sponsors yeah. this Andy. Pat on the back. Uh, that August, I said, Jacoby Myers is going to have a better NFL career than, than Nikhil Harry. It mm-hmm. was obvious that he had more I talent. Said, I said as much as well. More was talent. roundly mocked on the morning show for uh, other reasons, of well, course, as well. But in a different environment. That, that happens, yeah. I think I was mocked by Dale Arnold, a legend in the business, and he still mocked me. Unreal. But, I mean, the Look guy what happened just to him for it. mocking you. <laughs> the guy just does the job. And you can see his swagger He's got a 4 seven forty, but, yes, I love Doesn't the matter. way he plays. You know what Gets they always open. tell you? The last time you run the 40 is usually at the combine. Right. And then once you get in the league, they don't care. Do you beat the corner across me? Mm-hmm. Do you beat the linebacker? Do you make the block? Do you make the catch? Do you get open? And he does all of that. But there is some swagger growing with him. He had one today where the DB tried to, like, tackle him, wrap him up around the legs. He broke free. Yeah. And he did a little look back and, like, shook his head <laughs> at him. I like this budding, confident go-to. I think he had seven catches on eight targets, 100 yards. Like, he's evolving before our eyes. And you know what else he's doing? Making some damn money. Remember, he's on a restricted free agent tender here. Jacoby Myers, seven receptions for 111 yards. Your leading receiver today for the Patriots, 15.9 yard per catch average, one tutty. By the way, nice to see your second leading receiver on the day. Hunter. Welcome back. Henry. Welcome back. Yes. Oh, and weirdly enough. First play was... of the game, 23 yards, getting zappy to feel good. No was... show today from Devontae Parker. Yeah, he drew a, a pass interference, which I actually thought was questionable. Mm-hmm. Uh, down a lot the of the calls line. in today's game were kind yeah, of Yeah, they weren't great. There were a lot of, like, weird the calls. The roughing the passer and... on Goff later in the game, that was more I like I think you're always going to get that in call. modern day. The grazing the of the helmet. But the head. The head. I know. When, I'm not sure if you've heard. The heads have been involved for like two weeks say. now. They've been you kind of at the center say. of everything. I know. Teddy Bridgewater goes out, and for all teams, the Dolphins, and like even if Teddy Bridgewater had a piece of gum thrown at him from the stands and it you know, glanced off his oh, yeah. eyebrow, it would have been like, nope, sorry, place for the Dolphins. He's yeah. out this week. No, you could literally put like a tripwire in front of him, and everybody could see the tripwire. Mm-hmm. is the reason he falls down. Everybody's like, nope, he's out for months. Months. He fell down. Like, Oh, no. They greased world. the bench on the <laughs> right. sidelines, and he fell off. A banana peel. Right. Dom DeLuise and Burt Reynolds could be there laughing. That's an old joke, but that's okay. I've been watching TV a long time. I know. And so, you know what? I'm not freshening them up anytime soon. So get on board or GTFO. Hey, look who's here. Our old pal Phil's in New Hampshire. He wants to talk about Mac and Zap. What up, Phil? Yeah, thanks for taking my call. A couple observations. One, I don't think that Matt needs to be getting in touch with Drew find out the where's and what for's and starting a winery in Alabama. <laughs> but it certainly it certainly was delightful to see the game today. And the other thing that comes to mind is that all of the ups and downs about questioning the coaching capabilities of Belichick and just what in the world was he doing and who who was what and where and when, uh, maybe we won't hear much more about that. Yeah, we'll have one, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Phil. you, Phil. That was a delightful call. Not a word that's used often enough. Delightful. Today was a delightful game. It's, I enjoyed that. The, I think that's the word I used earlier. Uh, Phil delivered it better. Did you hear that? A little accent? I don't no, know where see, that was I, from, but yeah, I kind of liked it. It was a uh, pencil tucky. Uh, I, I kind of liked it, but I mean, I want to pump the brakes on any questioning of Bill and the coaching staff moving forward just based on this game. I mean, the guy they coached against, everybody loves to mock. Because he's going to bite a kneecap and he's going to what, what? Hey, bro, one ass more cheek and three you. toes. I'll drag your butt cheek okay. out to the deep water. <laughs> like, and let's, new, new let's pump the brakes. And their defense is horrifically bad. 
And I believe their quarterback is a clown question bro. And it's funny. I was wa- if you have one ass cheek and three toes, I will beat your ass. You're right. I, one Bill ass cheek and three toes, I'll beat your ass. Funny so thing the is, hyenas better get out of the way. Funny thing is about the hyenas getting out of the way, doing the up-downs and the kneecap biting and all that jazz. I think a lot of people, because of the very nature of Dan Campbell and because he's so, like, aggressive and so bro and sounds so football, I think a lot of people think, like, oh, with him must come, like, the tenacity and the grit and resilience of, like, a hard-edge defense. Like, no, he was a tight end in the NFL. Now, he learned to coach, and he loves football, like Oklahoma drills, hitting hard, all that jazz. And, yes, he did pull off a miraculous defeat of Bill Belichick in one of Belichick's five worst coach games the end of the 2015 season, but, like, it was a pretty bad game. Did he beat Belichick or did Belichick beat Belichick? Oh, Belichick beat Belichick. That's how I He feel got the about dub, but Belichick I beat usually Belichick. don't fall to those things, but I think Belichick beat himself then. Oh, 100%. Coach uh, Patricia called a good game. Yeah, he did. That's, that's right. He coached Patricia doing a great job. More importantly, the players executed a good Correct. game. Correct. And that's the reality of this. This is Jimmy's Correct. and Joe's. I thought the Jimmy's and Joe's playing for the Patriots. or Are they a new sponsor? Bill might say it. The uh, Forget it. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did a great job today. Like, that was – they execute – like – once Ramondre Stevenson has the ball, it's not Matt Patricia. Once Matt Judon is trying to beat up on Hawkinson and making him look bad, that's nothing to do with Steve Belichick or Gerard Mayo. What hop, by the way, in Ramondre? What, like, his lateral hop is he's something. He's tremendous. He I'm really telling you, is. Like, he's today, a 2,000-yard guy from scrimmage if he ever becomes a healthy lead back. Before somewhere. I take our next call. He's a poor ha- man, Saquon Barkley. My, my, well, uh, he doesn't, like, have the quads. He's not the quadzilla that Saquon Barkley is. just as productive. Uh, well, Did okay, you see 160 might... yards today? Did you see impressive. it? A couple yeah. catches? Okay. All right. He I can do that anytime you decide he was to put also Damian Harris away. the worst rush defense in the okay. NFL. That's fine. You don't think he can do that against good defenses? Ooh, next week's looking extra tasty because uh, there was a defeat in the Believe Land today. Ooh, it's going to be fun. We'll talk about it in trending in just a second. But first, one more call, Andy, and then I got a question for you that we'll use as a big market tease. No, actually, I'll do the tease. I'll take the call. Then we'll trend. Just Here do we go. it. Don't tell us. Hey, listen, that's the way radio works. It's an aural, A-U-R-A-L medium. Do you oh, you can spell today? that, but not Zooty? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm going to have to spell something that Nick is going to have to dump out on real quick unless you behave yourself. Andy, is today the day Ramondre Stevenson took over as RB1 of the Patriots? Hold that thought. Ah. David, in Florida, how are you, friend? Oh, I'm dandy. How's that? Everything is dandy after today's glorious, delightful game at the, at the, <laughs> at the field. This is dandy. A d- delightful dandy. and dandy, the oh, theme I- of the Six Rings oh. postgame show. Delightful and dandy. It's dandy. Uh. <laughs> it's dandy art. Yeah, I'm Dandy. You're yeah, Dandy. Dandy. Ah, uh, yes. Now, a few things. I mean, first, I um, mean, yes, Bailey, he, he, he looked wonderful. He looked very comfortable there. He he did a very, uh, very, very good job. But let's also keep in mind that, again, first of all, two things. First, they only scored 22 points, which, uh, I mean, is, is, not gonna, is maybe going to win you 40% of the games you play. So, and the defense scored one again. And second of all, uh, I mean, the only he, he didn't throw for any touchdowns, did he? Yep. Jacoby oh, Myers, 24 yards, baby. Yeah. Yep, yeah. he threw yeah. for, yeah. as a touchdown. matter of fact, as a matter of fact, my friend, I will tell you, Bailey Zappi on the day, a workmanlike, if not very efficient, 17 for 21, buck 88, coming in one and a half yards under his player prop. Touchdown. How many times did Mac Jones lead the offense? How many times did Mac Jones lead the offense to more than 22 points? Well, you're, you're right, and, I, and I'm not disagreeing with you. But I'm just saying, uh, I mean, so, uh, you know, I mean, who do they have, Cleveland next week? Is that right? 
Yes. And then who the, the, who are the next three games? Cle- Cleveland, Cleveland, the, the Bears, Jets, the Jets. And the surging Jetropolitans. All right. Those are all three games that that, that they have a, a more that have a very good chance of winning. So if they go three and all after these games, mm-hmm. then then we're going to have a, a legitimate con- quarterback controversy. Well, we'll see, yeah, actually, well. if Bailey Mac plays- Mac is probably going to try to make his way yeah. back before then as well. I wouldn't okay. be surprised if he plays maybe maybe gets one more game off. David, thank you very He's much for the call. He's actually duct taping his ankle he, right he, now. Yes. He's he, like, hey, Sophie, give me more duct tape. Popsicle sticks. Sophie, give me the popsicle sticks. Go to Michael's. Go to the craft store. Get as many as you can right you now. Give me some rope. They tape. called it a tightrope surgery. I'll do it my damn self. 617-779-7937 is the phone number. Let us catch you up on the rest of the day's action in the NFL. We'll trend. We'll come back. We'll hear from Bailey. More of you. We're having a good time here, folks. Patriots win 29 nothing against the Lions, and here's the rest of the scores. We're back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. part where Christian Bale chainsaws somebody in half. What the hell are all these rejoins without any ties to zappiness? Uh, this actually, Nick LePan, first of all, knows how much I love Huey Lewis in the news. One. Two, he also knows that I had specifically requested all music from 1960 to 1993 because that was the era Pat the Patriot was worn primarily. So I figured let's have throwback era rejoins today because the stadium was resplendent in a sea of reds Pat the Patriot and throwback vibes. Not 1960. That was the tricorn hat on the side of the helmet. All right. Okay. Well, 61. Okay, 61. And I'm not even sure exactly. All right. Okay, happens. see, now you're going to get... But I would next. like some zappy music that makes me feel zappy. We did the zappy stuff last week. We got to keep doing it. He was even better this week. He threw for nearly 200 yards. All right, yards. well, when you get to sit in the number one chair instead of number two, then... I am the number two. You better not forget it. I've never seen someone so proud of referencing themselves as number two. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. Let us go now to uh, Justin, who's calling from our nation's capital. The lines are full. We'll make room for you in just a second. Justin, welcome to the Six Rings Post Game Show. Thank you, gentlemen. Great show, as always, fellow Jumbo here, Andy. Um, so yeah, I have a question. Uh, it seems to me like um, Nelson Aguilar is relatively duplicative with Devontae Parker is a deep threat, uh, Tyquan Thornton as a burner, and then Kendrick Bourne, you know, doing those deep ins and outs. Uh, and he's not reliable. He fumbles the ball. He's cost us arguably two games. And then this dropped pick today. So my first question would be, is he not duplicative, and can we not get rid of him? Uh, Justin, well, thank you, you very much for him, the call. But um, it's going to cost you money. That's the problem. I don't know that's that the issue. He has not made himself any more is he redu- valuable. Is he, I, I don't usually say duplicative. I usually say, redu- is there some re- talent redundancy? I thought he was going to say duplicitous. Uh, no. Like Kevin Mannix once called Bill Belichick duplicitous pawn scum, and Bill was not happy. Wow. To his face? No, or I in think print? in a column. By the way, um, was who was it that uh, told me, maybe it was Andrew Callahan who told me, that uh, certain Detroit media was none too pleased with Matt Patricia because at the end of the season, he used to sit them down and go over their tweets. Did he really? I actually would appreciate that. I think that'd be fun. 
Well, there used to be a great. Can you imagine Bill and me sitting down and him going, Andy, I don't even know what this, Andy, what is this? How many times are you going to write, like, if you're zappy and you clap your hands? Oh, it was creative the first time. Not. (laughs) Are we going to have to sit down with Burge and Stacey and Bill and just be like. No, 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 I just want Bill. I don't want the other two in the room. Just Bill, me and Bill, mano a mano. Oh, my God, Stevens, Fitzy, whatever they call you. How many different pictures of beer and Star Wars can you tweet out in one season? My God. Jeez. It's Every, 2022. How, how re- can we bring the references many, into the last 20 years? How many references to Schwarzenegger movies can right. you make? You don't think that that'd be a, fun? I'd appreciate that. But, but like, no. Even but if, if you're gonna, dryly, if you're gonna get that F-bomb sort of me? mansplaining nature that Matt Patricia sort of had whenever it was like, you know, if you could just sort of sit up there and you know, like, respect the process, yeah. whatever. Like, I can see how that would. Says wear the guy who wore a clown shirt getting off the plane from Super Bowl of, uh, of his highest boss, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's respect the, the process. That, that's the tweet, as Tom Curran said. I mean, like, that that was the thing at the time. Yeah. You know, I'd be nervous as could be if I had to sit down and have a social media review with Stacey Burge or especially I Bill. would be very comfortable. Yeah? I would enjoy it mightily. Yeah? Anytime you guys want to bring it on, I'm here for it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, if anyone is listening down at the stadium right now, Andy Hart at Jumbo Hart has volunteered to be the first member of WEEI and or the Patriots media cartel to have his social media thoroughly combed over, nitpicked, and review. Hey, Twitter world, yours truly. <laughs> I feel like this is how careers end. <laughs> New segment on the show. Well, the Jesselnik Project, which was a short-lived comedy show on Comedy Central with Anthony Jesselnik, who's a roast comedian, used to have a segment that I loved called Defend Your Tweet. He would have guests on for a funny panel, and he would find their worst tweet. We should do that. Some Every guy yeah, with the Twitter fingers. Since you and I love to bust each other's football so much, every week we should bring what we think is the worst tweet of the other person's, and let's do Defend Your Tweet. I don't hate it. All right. We've got two hours to make it happen. We have until 730 today. Luckily, this week, I don't actually believe I tweeted out Lions 27, Patriots 17, because that would have been a bad That would have been terrible. But this morning, I said, I have a good, no, very good, if not great feeling about today's game. So I was right. It was weird for the 470th straight game. See? See? Oh, don't laugh. Nick? Producer Nick LaPan, don't laugh. There is a sign right on the studio door that says, do not feed the animals, do not encourage Andy's behavior. That, you know, was, that was a good one. I you know what would be a great tweet from you? I don't feel great about today's game. Here's why the Patriots are going to get stomped. Why would that be a great tweet? Because there would be at least some honesty and objectivity. No, there would I thought they were going to win. I predicted a win. I was only one point off what they scored. Turns off I was 24 points off Detroit's score because they had a donut. Stink. All right, who's next? Hey, Wayne. I lost 200 Twitter followers. Can you believe it? (laughs) You you stink, Ken, for giving that to Castigs. May I bring up how I uh, talked about Stelvagen later on? Wayne's in South Boston. Wayne O, how you feeling today, guy? Uh Rich J, what's up, baby? Oh, boy, did I like, can I get a zappy to go? (laughs) Oh, what is the kid doing? He looked unbelievable out there. Um, Wait a minute. And Andy, did they not? Does, doesn't the Detroit Lions have the number one offense? Was that I heard today? They did. I don't think they will anymore. They did. That might belong to Seattle now. <laughs> D-I-D. Yeah, because the Patriots kicked their butts all over the place. Yeah, that was a round whooping out there today, Wayno. And I know you were all on board with the Patriots stepping up, being efficient on offense, and having a solid defensive performance so the diehards and the super fans if you will of pats nation must be pleased as punch right about now oh yeah Fitzy, right now i'm telling you have you seen the schedule of the next five games andy no andy, no Fitzy, what is it? it no who is it it's tough it's a run through and they can run five games in a row with the teams that they're twice to the jets 
wants to Cleveland, wants to uh, – I mean, it's for the next six games, the Patriots put it out there. We could uh, have a controversy, too, because if Zappi wins two more games and Mac comes back, I don't know. I, I remember Belichick always says, I like winners. I like guys who throw TDs, not excuses. And that's what I see coming up, brother. I see a controversy if this kid Zappi Chiefs. Because when I first seen him, but see, mm-hmm. it was, um, mm-hmm. what do you call it, games, the before the real games? The, um, well, they call those preseason games. Preseason games. Okay. I watched one of his games. I put it on when I watched Zappi, and he was horrible. And I goes, oh, my God, this kid is never getting on the field. See, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, I jumped right on the band. No, no, no. I look at first game when I see him, I go, whoa, this kid's horrible. I hope they don't put him in. And then, boom, they put him in, and the kid's a whole new uh, – from yep. where he came in midseason, now he looks like he's been playing in football for the last 10 years. It was great, Wayno. Thank you so much for the call, my man. Yes, what do they I call that thought- brown thing with air in it that he tries to throw? Uh, uh, football. Oh, football. Yeah, when I saw the football come out of Zappi's hand, I was like, this kid can throw. Actually, he wasn't bad in the preseason. As a matter of fact, he had a couple nice touchdown passes as well. And he I think also everyone threw some kind of, picks. And some, when, a few picks. When they I know, opened it up and he started to go back to, like, Western Kentucky time. gunslinger mentality, he got a little loose. But I'm telling you, practice field, like, this kid showed something. And, and I that's, goes, oh, my God. That's why Belichick wants him more than he wants Mac. You could hear it in his voice. He said it. Listen to the press conference over again. Tom's calling from down by the shore and Hull. What's happening, Tom? Hey, Fitzy. Love you, Fitzy. You, you, you are the best. Thank There's you no very doubt. much, Tom. Let me, let me tell you right now. Too kind. Okay, everybody, settle down on, on the Z-Man. Love the Z-Man. Came in, did the job. Detroit's defense stinks, okay? Mac is our quarterback. Okay, there's, there's no doubt about it. We need him to get healthy. We're going to go a long way this year if our defense stays healthy. It's all about defense, Fitzy. You know that. Mm-hmm. Everybody's, everybody's you know, going crazy over, over the Z-man. And I, I am too. I, I, I enjoyed this game today. I was rooting for him. His first NFL start, the poor guy, he goes in last week in the Lambeau field. He's, you know, 10-yard line, and they get a penalty. He's back in the five-yard line. He held himself. You know, he, 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 he performed very, very well in that game. We had a shot to win it, but you know, what, what are you going to do? What, 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 what I'm very high on right now is the coaching staff is doing the job. They're, they're, they're getting these guys ready to play, and everybody wants to get all over, you know, Patricia and Judge and Belichick. And I'm telling you right now, these guys know what they're doing. They get the talent because they have the talent on defense. It's all about defense. And these guys are playing unbelievable. It's turnovers. And if you, you can create turnovers on defense, you win games. And that's what happened today. And, I, and I'm psyched because we have two quarterbacks. You know, Brian, oh yeah, uh, you know, I just don't you know. He's, he's, what are you going to do? He's out. You know, he, he, come on. But now we have Matt and we have the Z-Man. And we're, we're, we're solid. It's just like Bledsoe and Brady. We're solid. Brady came in, you know, uh, Brady came in, but Bledsoe did the job. Bledsoe came in in the Pittsburgh game, did the job. We're, 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 we're solid right now, and I am so excited about this team because we have a great defense, and that's what we need. Judon, Bentley, these guys, they fly around, they get the job done. Absolutely, so guys, Tom. I'm so pumped up. 
I love it, Tom. Good to hear that you're fired up and you're pumped up. We got two good quarterbacks. I'm going to refer to him as the Z-Man from now on. I love it. As a matter of fact, the Patriots took a Z-Pack today. How about that? Does that work for you? No? No, it's terrible. Oh, why? Because that means you're sick? Z-Pack? Yeah. Oh, okay. They needed a, a, an antibiotic? No. Well, maybe he was the medicine that they needed to start feeling like themselves again. How about that? How Tom. about the old tagline from Zima? Remember Zima? Something different? Maybe oh, Zappy is you're gonna, something different. You're going to reference, you want to you want to like come after my references when you're saying that. Yeah, I do it every once in a while. Bailey's, oh, every once in a while. Bailey Zappy. Bailey Zappy reminds you of a disgusting clear malt beverage. Was it for, disgusting? I don't remember it. You don't remember I just Zima? remember the, the lines. It was Zima, awful. something yes, different. Yes, Zima, something different. It was terrible. Was it like a wine cooler or a... It was a malt beverage. Oh, an er, is it, it like, was a like you know, predecessor you know what it was? to Mike's? It was actually a predecessor to Mike's and also basically like... If you enjoy hard seltzers, there's a good chance you hated Zima. They will not be sponsoring the post game show, but yeah, no, it was a like a uh, like a sweetened malt beverage. Oh, I like sweetened malt beverages. Now you don't. Now I you're just saying that to be an ever contrarian, no, which is your resting state. I understand as well. I like things that. There's are sweet. no quarterback controversy, is there? How could there be a quarterback controversy? Exactly. One Thank starting you. to his career. Thank you. Does he look good? Yes. yes. Should Mac be a little worried? Yes. Maybe. If Bailey Zappi goes to Cleveland and wins, let's just say Mac doesn't come back next week. Because mm-hmm. maybe Belichick says, you know what? Like, the kid's playing well. No need to rush Mac. Not right. that he's like, now we moving can let on. him heal up. A yeah, let bit. him heal up. And then the first time Mac comes back, he struggles. Then, luckily, like, I don't know. Then you might have a, a talking point because Mac has not played well to start the year, right? A thousand percent correct. Okay. But two facets, like, and we need to get into sword. the scheme. All these people that are like, oh, the coaching was so much better for Zappy than it was for like. Well, they dialed it back. They simplified things. Maybe what they'll do. I said it earlier. I'll say it again. Maybe the best thing that can happen with Bailey Zappy stepping in for Mac Jones, aside from, of course, the winning because they could have, would have, and really should have last he's week. Undefeated in his NFL career, and he's one to know. It is what it is. Facts Sorry. Only, facts only Sorry. department checking mm. in. Mm. Or is uh, they used to say on Dragnet? Just the facts, man. Mac and is so Mac is the facts. Eleven and ten in his career. He hasn't won. He hasn't won a lot of games recently. No, no. And the the numbers, the st- the statisticals, if you will, are not very glowing for Mac over the second half of his very short NFL career. Now I will say. If we're going to get into quarterbacks, wins, like what a good quarterback is, blah, blah, blah. I was watching a college football game, and Bill Parcells gets quoted more than anybody. Like, I'm watching a random one-off college football game. I don't even know who it was. And the announcer's like, you know, I asked Bill Parcells once what a good quarterback was. And Parcells said, gets his team in the end zone and wins the game. Bailey Zappi won the game today. He didn't mm-hmm. exactly get his team in the end zone. They did have 0 for 5 in the red zone or 0 for 4, whatever it was. There's a lot of Nick, goals. Yeah, good day to a lot have, of short Nick field goals. Good day to have big kick Nick on your fantasy team. They were not big kicks. They were just no, run of the mill nickname. I know that. I know how it works. Okay. I've done enough of these shows with you. <laughs> All right. We call him Big Kick Nick. He made his kicks from inside 50. The man is money. Like 62 his, straight now? Is it really or 63? Now? It's, it's ridiculous. Wow. Would it Nathaniel ridiculous. Hackett trust him to win the game? From where? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. If I t- Right now, Broncos and Patriots, they're not playing next week. They play next week. Who wins that game? Um, Patriots. The, the Broncos are bad right now. They're super terrible. And the Patriots have a little momentum. Like, that team they today, do. there is swagger in mm-hmm. that post-game locker room. There Thank is you. energy in that post-game yeah, locker room. Yeah, there is. And if you can continue that, sometimes you can't always explain it exactly why something works like oh there's a change whatever basketball we bring this six man in and all of a sudden we're scoring points it's like 
I don't really know why. Our best five is no longer on the floor, but suddenly we're going on a run and we're up, you know, 30. I'm a huge fan of moment. I know Bill James said there's no such thing as, like... He's un- wrong. The, the unquantifiable is what I base a lot of, like, my fanatic enjoyment and judgments on in sports. Like, I'm a real believer in it. Like, sometimes... Look, 28-3 to 3 happened, and I understand it took a seismic level of mistakes, miscues, um, you know, bad luck, et cetera, and dumb decisions from the Atlanta Falcons and a million different things had to break the Patriots' way. But it happens, and all of a sudden, like, you start buying into your own bad clippings and you can't, like, get out of yeah. your own way. And then next thing you know, you can't, like, you're on a heater and you're dropping dimes to Hogan and Dola and Edelman. You're and feeling balls it. Balls go up. Heat exactly. check. Heat check. Exactly. The reason they have that. I buy into it. I believe you a thousand percent as well. So now they need to get this to carry over because you're going to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Are they more talented than you overall? Maybe. Debatable, we can have the discussion. We're here for it. Backup quarterback versus backup quarterback. Theirs is a veteran, yours is a new guy. Maybe tougher to prepare for, for their defense. Whatever, the whole idea. Jacoby Brissett. But can you bring the momentum with you? The way you felt, the way you were playing, the energy you were bringing to the field today, can you bring that to Cleveland? If so, you have a better shot to win that game. Undeniable. It's exactly what I said. Could they bring the momentum from Moral Victory Monday and the almost dub in Green Bay to today? The answer is yes. And they did, by the way. I don't... Like, the Lions stink. I was thoroughly unimpressed with the Lions. Yes. But I don't want to say the Lions just lost this game. Because they did average 35 points per game. No, no, no. But I don't want to say, it's not like they couldn't take a, a, a center snap. Like, they fumbled it away, you scored. And it's like, oh, you didn't, you didn't do anything. You no, just this, wasn't, this wasn't the like. The Patriots kicked the Lions' ass today. Right. This wasn't situate high against the Patriots today. Right. Now you need to build I on. I had to come at situate like that. The, yeah, why? I don't, I don't know. know. I just picked a random town Perfect. in the South Shore. Um, now you need to go a better opponent, because I think the Browns are a little bit better. They're a better all-around team mm-hmm. than the, the, the Lions. Correct. Now, now build. Build a little more one, a little more one dimensional. So obviously the focus going into next week. That, that one dimension, we don't of course, need to happens to be yet, an awesome dimension. But we've got time. We've that. got more post game show. We've got Six Rings podcast throughout the weekend. Of course, tons of radio to share with you. We are loaded up on the calls. We'll hear a little bit from Judon. Speaking of swagger from, from the Zappy locker room. Yet? No, we're gonna when we come back. The host keeps promising it, but I haven't heard it. Well, you know what? I'm gonna take a break and go have a word with the host. Breaking down the game that was. This is the Six Rings Post Game Show. Here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Now, this rejoin music satisfies both quotients. All needs, all boxes checked. Came out between 1961 and 1993 during the Path the Patriot era. And at the same time, also, be zappy. Makes Andy happy with his little Bailey zappy puns, which I enjoy as well. Don't worry, be zappy. Now, uh, who sang that? That was song? a uh, Bobby McFerrin. Good job. Good job. I like Look them at apples. You. I'm fine. Now we play the game. What's the game? I don't know, dead or alive. <laughs> He's fine. Is he? Yes. Has he He's had still another with us? song that anyone's ever listened to? He only had one other song. Oh, actually, and you know what's... Uh, Literally something? has only had two no, songs? No, he's had a bunch of oh. albums, but there's like two songs that were chart toppers. Uh, top 40 hits on okay. Casey Casey. That and what? Uh, the other one. And also, there's another tune you may know him for. It was the Cosby Show theme. Ugh. Say whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. whatever. I think we canceled that. Ixnay no, on the Osby K. That was fantastic. What are you talking about? I actually about? think it's back on TV. What? The Cosby Show? I think it is. On what when channel? Got, uncomfortable, released, the I, Uncomfortable Network? When he got let out, I think that's back on TV. I don't think what? so. Like, I know for a fact. Did you know, uh, speaking of, not that you were ready to go down this trivia hole, 
Bill Cosby bought the rights to the Dukes of Hazard so he could bury the show and never show it on TV again because he thought it was racist. <laughs> Meanwhile, he Meanwhile, was molesting he women was, all across the he country. He was a complete pervert and total predator. predator. And you kept me from seeing Daisy and her Dukes. All right. Well, let's see what John and Gardner has to say about that right now. John, your feelings on the Dukes of Hazard and <laughs> Bobby McFerrin. John, welcome to the show. What can we handle you for? Thank you very much. Uh, good to talk to you guys. You as well, sir. Now, I'm going to need a leap of faith in you guys. You guys are trusting sorts of folks or what? A thousand yeah. percent. Yeah, let's go. All right. Then bear with me because nobody's – I can hear our audience uh, listeners out there saying, yeah, sure. Now, Bill, we heard Bill talk about seeing the game, right? Mm-hmm. Let's go back two weeks, and that's when I decided that Mac may not be the guy. And would you like to know why? Why? <laughs> that's because – he has a difficulty and cannot keep his eyes down the field on the receivers when there's trouble brewing. He doesn't have the athleticism to escape some of that trouble. And that, that jo- was Jonathan Vilma today on the game, right? Yes. He kept mentioning about um, Z-Man stepping up. I haven't seen Mac do that too well. Now you fast forward to today. How many times have you seen a rookie quarterback, a, you know, an unheralded rookie quarterback, step forward and not only get clear to pass, but he has a open grass in front of him. And you always see those guys take off. The more inexperienced they are, in my opinion. And he didn't. He kept looking for receivers, and he dumped it off just about every time and mm. with success. Mm. So he's seeing, as Bill said, I just focus more on looking downfield than at the receivers. Even when there's trouble around him, I think he has that extra knack for that skill. And if you ask me, the good ones – Certainly the great ones have that skill, and I don't really see that in Mac. Hey, John, that's actually a very interesting point. Thanks for the observation, and I appreciate the call. Why would you so, say actually? It's a good point, John. We is. don't need to minimize no, it by no, saying I'm actually. I'm not actually John, minimizing the point. that is a great point, but I would defend Mac Jones, and I'm not always uh, overly aggressive in defending Mac Jones. Um, he took some hits early in this year that I think were affecting him. I don't think his pass protection was very good early this season. He left the Miami game not feeling no. so good. Twas right? remember that his back hurt after that one. So Elias Campbell rolled up on him after the third game of the year. The Bailey Zappi's been Baltimore. pretty well protected through the last seven quarters uh, of play. Not so. exactly a dynamite Green Bay team, as we've come to learn, between the Patriots going 70 minutes with them and the Giants actually beating them today at Tottenham Hotspur. And But he did do a nice job, and I can see in my mind a couple of the plays you are talking about. I don't agree that Bailey Zappi is more athletic than Mac Jones. I do not agree. Um, They're at the very least similar. If anything, Mac might be a little bit more athletic than Bailey Zappi. But he played well against a bad defense. Mm -hmm. We're excited. We should be happy about it. I went with the normal word there, not Mm -hmm. the fill-in that we've been Seems like John from Gardner wanted to uh, not besmirch Sack Jones, if you will, but saying that he really wasn't Knack Jones in terms of being able to feel out the pocket and step up feeling the pressure, of course, and that was one of the many great traits that made Tom Brady the greatest of all time. We're all going to uh, extrapolate from the bad of mm-hmm. Mac Jones early in the year and extrapolate from the good of Bailey Zappi in a short segment here, a short uh, two-game mm-hmm. uh, sample. Neither is really fair, in my opinion. Like, 
Mac Jones was pretty damn good last year. Mm-hmm. For a rookie yes, quarterback, was. I thought we were all aboard all aboard the Mac train. We were. Yeah. And then it got Mac derailed because why? Cuz he didn't play well to start the year. He's turning the ball over. Mike Lombardi's like he's going to get benched and be out of the league if he doesn't change that. And the backup quarterback is always the most popular quarterback, especially when he comes in and plays better over a short period of time against a bad opponent. Bailey Zappi's popular right now. We'll see where Bailey Zappi is next week or the week after. Uh, do we have time to play Bailey Zappi now, producer Nick? Nope. Oh, good job. See, you kept talking so much. Are we ever going to hear from the star of the day? And also, I've got calls where people are talking about on the line. I thought it was the host's Bailey Zappi is the the guy moving forward. And then we've got calls saying Zappi went against the worst defense in the league. And we have texts saying, Fitzy, it's not all about you. Play Zappi, exclamation point. You made that up. No, I didn't. It's right there from the 401. And it ends in a a 03. (laughs) I'm not even talking that much, 401. You jerks. For you, actually, you're not. That's your friend. No, that's you got all your friends with their burners. Oh, look at Fitzy on the Jumbotron, that, that jerk. Joke's on you. I don't have friends. <laughs> I don't even know where this show is going. It is off the rails, but we're having a good time. Time now for the Six Rings postgame show. Breaking down everything Patriots with Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Hart. The Six Rings postgame show is co-sponsored by Zudi. Build any application your company needs in one week. Visit ZUDY.com for your free trial. By the New England Recovery Center in Marlboro, Mass. Where recovery is possible. By your local New England Kubota tractor dealers. By Northeast Electrical. Where pros need pros at Needco.com by Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at CatchesLaw.com, and by Anderson Windows and your local Anderson Windows dealer. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Hour number three of the Six Rings post game show here on WEEI and all across the WEEI Sports Radio Network. Give us a call if you'd like at 617 779 7937. Weigh in on the topics of the day. How do you feel about Bailey Zappi's performance? Do you buy into Andy's ludicrous concept that there could be a bit of a quarterback controversy? Or at least Mac needs to be looking over his shoulder. You better get and rid of that beer you made. Not going to be too popular too soon. That's okay. We're going to do Snappy Zappi Lager and Stellwagen. I know it's fine. It's delicious. It's an easy drinker. Thank you very much, Stellwagen. Uh, and also, will the Patriots be able to carry over the momentum from today's performance, which seemed to have been affected positively, by last week's effort in Green Bay, next week into Cleveland. But joining us right now, who's this? On the Harbor One hotline, one of our hosts here at the station who promised me that I could keep receipts and he would have to go on a walk of shame for picking Detroit (laughs) to win handily. The one and the only Christian Fourier from Merloni, Blank, and (laughs) Mega. Your name is removed from the masthead. Shame, Christian. That's fine. You did, Christian, Here's, did you not say when you guys were trolling me for saying that the Patriots yeah. could win the other night on Mud at Night, did you not say that Detroit would win this game handily two days ago on your program? Oh, I didn't say handily, but I picked them on our show. I picked them this morning on the pregame show. I every, They were doing everything I thought they were going to do, except – you know, execute everything <laughs> I said they were going to do. You know, <laughs> you know they did everything I, I knew they would except I believe Bill good football. has often said it's all about execution, so that's a problem. <laughs> it is amazing because it, it, they uh, – so, so defensively, I thought they were going to play like eight in the box and play man and press and then just force Bailey to beat him. And the very first pass that Zappy has, 
the dude falls down, terrible injury, don't even know what it is, but it's a huge game by Hunter Henry. Like, that was, that was going to be their game plan. The, but the, ultimately, the one thing that stood out to me, and there's a lot of good things in this win, but I had, a, I had this love affair with Dan Campbell, and he just is so, like, out of his league. It's not even close. It's like, it's, it's, it's not even a competition. Like, Bill versus a rock. Like, Bill's going to win. Like, he's, his decisions are terrible. His instincts are worse. Um, everything about the way he coached this game is a guy that should only be an interim coach. Like, I get it. He loves his players. He cries a lot. But he's, just not, a, he's not a head coach. Like, there's a reason why they lose close games and they're just – it's like nothing has changed with the Detroit Lions. So, there, I leave that alone. That's me. So, my own issue. Can, can we also, though, because I agree with you. I thought there was obviously a mismatch. The emotional ex-player coach didn't show up, didn't have his team show up. But we also just need to flat out talk about Matthew Judon, Ramondre Stevenson, the offensive line. They whooped some ass today. Like, they were, they were dominant today against a team that's probably bad. That's probably as bad as their defense says it is and their record says it is. But we also give credit where credit's due, right? Absolutely. So, Judon, I think it's like a, almost like a crusade for him, and I'm not even kidding, based on how well he played for almost three-quarters of the season then he just dropped off the face of the earth. Obviously, some sort of injury that he won't admit to. He's too prideful to allow that to be an excuse, and I love that about him. But he's starting off on – but he was a menace. And he's been a menace every single game since the season started. And Ramonde Stevenson, I mean, the guy is just – he's so talented. He has just, like, even, like, the spin moves and his ability to keep his feet and just, you know, like, you think he's going to fall, but then he gathers himself. Like, you haven't even – we haven't even touched the surface with this guy. You know, not that I want Harris to be out because I think he's a great compliment to Stevenson, but the fact that he's going to be the only guy for the, you know, for the next two weeks or so, maybe to the bye week, I mean, he can rack up some yards now. Like, we're talking, like, Pro Bowl-type stuff. Christian Fourier from Merloni underscore and Mego calling in on the Harbor One hotline to take his walk of shame for predicting Detroit not once but twice on these very airwaves to win the game today. Christian, uh, looking forward, two things. Andy and I have been discussing here uh, with the occasional disagreement but lots of vim and vigor, the idea that there could – not, there's not going to be a controversy. It's a plus that now you know you've got a steady Freddie backup in Bailey Zappi who could stand behind Mac Jones. I can't imagine that you think Bailey Zappi should keep playing once Mac is healthy, right? No, I saw I saw what Andy was doing, and uh, we were kind of joking about it on the postgame show. And it is a natural, predictable, like you know, storyline in my in my opinion. But I don't think Zappi is anywhere near ready under the under like tougher circumstances to you know help this team win he's just too green he's too raw under these circumstances playing with a lead ball control uh detroit never ever being a threat and then playing re- real safe efficient football with no turnovers because he he was three of nine what was it three or nine on third down yeah that's not gonna win you a game against a good team Mm-mm. but under the circumstances based on where you were holy crap i mean Look at all look at look what's going on in Miami right now. Look at all these other teams with all these quarterbacks going down because of the over correction of the of the concussion protocol. Like that to me is just a sign that like, okay, fine. 
in case you do get, get get into a jam, you got a guy that can at least keep your head above water. And that's to me is like it's so valuable, and that you've proven it, right? You really with one and a half games you can do it. It's pretty significant in my book. Okay, so you've taken your lumps today. You've had your name removed from your own show in the afternoon and all yep. these things. Uh, <laughs> do you want to take a minor victory lap during this walk of shame and talk about one Jacoby Myers who had seven catches for 111 yards, including a 24-yard touchdown and averaged 15 yards a catch? Thank you for reminding me, um, Andy, because I, I know you were going to be on with us tomorrow afternoon. I was going to save it, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to take my B, but I'm going to – yeah, I, I, I don't need to gloat, though. Like, I always laugh about, um, like, how the measurables get blown out of proportion. And for some guys, they make perfect sense. But for this guy, he just has an uncanny ability of just getting open. Like, some of the catches, he was so wide open. So, and some was, was because of bad communication, but yeah. others because he's so nifty and clever. All right. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, you've had he your is. fun. He, he played is. the worst no. defense in the NFL, and they lost oh, five defensive backs. Five no, of them. Nope. Nope. He, yes. does, he does it all year. He's been no, doing it all No, not like today. And you he doesn't average 15 it. yards a catch in most games. This was a you big game. You still want to dismiss it. Like, you just – listen. He's a he nice little receiver. Like a man. Take it like a man. Like a man. What are you, Mr. T and Rocky? Like a Dan Campbell. <laughs> you clubber like Dan Campbell. My prediction for this game, pain. pain. Uh, Come here, woman. Show you a real man. I'm <laughs> 40. Oh, my god. So, Christian, um, last question for you, big guy. I appreciate you hollering in on the drive home. Um, taking your lap of shame like like a man or like anyone should yeah, at this look, point. Like no. a man Campbell. Yeah, you represent like, a, like, like a, a man Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, he's got a lot of uh, practice at it because his team stinks. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'll drag you out to the deep water and bite your butt. And we'll both drown. Yeah, so, <laughs> Harry Christian, hey, man, I never got to play against you, man. Hey, brother, I think you're awesome, brother. Um, so, here's the big question. I think this is, like, forget about faux co- quarterback controversies or Detroit was this bad, the Patriots were this good today. Do you think this Patriots team, short of going on a run, we'll say, can they build off the momentum of shutting out what was the highest scoring offense coming into the game, an efficient offense and uh, an opportunistic defense. Can they carry this momentum into Cleveland, get a win, and then get things going in the right direction, say, back at 500? Yes, absolutely. But I think um, I think there is a realistic understanding of how good they're going to be, right? I don't. They don't have the exciting, you know, explosive quarterback with the crazy arm. So you, you, I do think they can, you know, get close to getting to the playoffs. I still don't think in the end they will, will they will do that. But I mean, listen, I've been wrong before, right? Yes, I mean, I mean, yes, right? a lot. I've been wrong before. No cottage so industry. Ultimately, we've been we've been mocking this coaching staff and the decisions that Bills made. In the end, like he'll outclass like nine out of ten coaches. Like, and but when he goes against a coach that is just as smart as he he is. And there's there's some out there with better personnel. Those are the games to lose. Like that's that's just to me, it's pretty obvious. Like those are the games to lose. Oh, I thought we last were, question I, for you. No, no, I thought we were uh, wrapping up. Yeah. But yes, Christian, yeah. I will. Uh, I will have more on the Jacoby Myers debate tomorrow. I, I look forward to that. And I are look you forward Mego or to are you Merloni tomorrow. Uh, I am Merloni tomorrow, I believe. And yeah, you're Merloni. You're I, the Italian stallion. I look forward to my first uh, first meeting with uh, Bailey Zappi, right? I mean, 
He's going to oh, come yeah. strutting in there like Conor McGregor. Yeah, he's a he's a ball of energy, though. I don't know if you can handle it. Oh, I can. Yeah, he he is. And are you guys at Foxborough with the old Zap tomorrow, Mister? Yeah, you're in Foxborough, yeah. Foxborough. Should I ask him my the zappy things? Like, the Z- should, see I, which should one we get? Likes? Should we delve into because he's zappy and all that? Which one do you want, to, Christian? Which one do you think he'll like? Zappy hour, which I heard ten thousand times at the tailgate today. Zappy trails are here again. Zappy, zappy days mm. are here again. Zappy days. There's lots of them. <laughs> I, I think we have the entirety um, of the interview tomorrow. I know. I think we should. I think those are the questions he'll answer too. Those are the one. Are, is he allowed to answer those questions? I think he's allowed to answer, like, you know, funny personality questions. Unlike Mac, right, who waits a week. I'll get back to you next week yeah. on who my best uh, friend yeah. is. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really yeah, have a favorite Christmas about, movie. I got to think about my favorite Christmas present. Okay. So Thanks. we all agree yeah. that Bailey Zappi more likable than Mac Jones. You heard it from Christian Fourier. Unbelievable. There it is again. Brad Foe's going <laughs> to surface that. Get it up on dot .com. Fourier colon in Australia soon. I knew Stidham, Zappi is I more knew Stidham happy. was toast when he said, like, he loved Marvel movies. And I said, oh, which one is your favorite? I had just watched Ant-Man the other night. My kids and I loved it. And he's like, Oh, you know, I really like all of them. Like, oh, what oh, a patriot answer. Oh, it's like that. Trump's Bible passage, all of them. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fourier, good man Say for it. calling in, taking your lumps. We'll listen to you tomorrow, buddy. Thanks yeah. so much, pal. I see you. Christian Fourier from, all right, he's earned his title back. Tomorrow, what will be Fourier, Mego, and Hart? Yeah. FMH? FHM used to be a magazine. It, it, you, good job. Did you read it? Yeah, and there was like the European version had like nudity. Honest, how are you still employed here? What do you mean? <laughs> he kept those in the closet, too. I don't know what that means, but I... No, uh, well, you, I thought you had, like, a little where you kept your stuff. Like the box that Dahmer had with a head in it and his Playboys? <gasps> yes. Where is... The most original, dare what? I say, unique post-game show in town. Six rings rolls on, 617-779-7937. Jake, David, Jim, Rick, don't go anywhere. Your calls are up next, plus... Apparently, we'll hear from Patriots quarterback Bailey Zappi one of these days. But first, we got to pay some bills and catch you up on other scores with Trending Now. Now, back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. Broadcasting from our Best Yet brand studio, this is the Six Rings postgame show here on WEI. Thank you for joining us and allowing us into your victory tailgate, your cars on the way home, wherever you happen to be enjoying this wonderful football Sunday. Andy, it was just flat-out gorgeous down there today. I woke up today, hopped in the car early for the drive up, 36 degrees, frost on me, windshield. Had to scrape it off before I made the drive up, arrive at Gillette, still a brisk autumn breeze. Do I have to say fall to make you happy? Do I have to? Sorry. Crisp fall breeze. What was Kenny Chesney's song? They call it fall because that's what leaves do. The boys of autumn. It's technically known as autumn. It's not the fall equinox. It's the autumnal. Can you spell that? And what do they call the spring one? Do they call that? I don't know. Vernal. Who? (sighs) Vernal? Vernal! Oh. Hey, Vern. (laughs) Can you stay on track and play Zappy? I was just saying it was a gorgeous day. I'll play Zappy in a second. Just saying it was an absolutely gorgeous day. It was a gorgeous day for football. It was a gorgeous sure. day to whoop some ass, too. And it they sure did that. was. And they Wouldn't did have been so forward. nice if they had lost. You would have been like, oh, that kind now of Now it seems everyone wants to call in and talk about a, quote-unquote, 
controversy. We'll hear from Bailey Zappi in just a moment. But first, Jake in Boston, who says Zappi is his guy moving forward. Jake, are you sure about that? It's a great day. Bailey Zappi is the future, Fitzy. Uh, Zappi is Grogan. Matt Jones is Easton. Right down to the fake toughness and being drafted 15th overall in the first round. And if you think Matt Jones feels bad now, what about No Bull, Arbella Insurance, all of Sophie <laughs> Scott's endorsement deals, all of that money now is uncomfortably in jeopardy. Before I get into why Zappi's the guy, and there are reasons, I know I've been hard on Linda over the years, and I, you brought up the Rams. So I'd like to note that these female distractions don't just exist here. Like Sean McVay got married this offseason, and not only is his woman, Victoria, a perfect 10, uh, but she's an influencer, she's Ukrainian, and she's a mess in many different areas, including the football team right now, which is about to go two and three. Now, I wonder if Billy Boy has the stones, and maybe this is where the nepotism actually works in our favor here to make the move and go with Bailey Zappi here going forward. And I say nepotism because – Bailey Zappi coming in the last two games and looking prepared and confident makes Bill's best friend, Matt Patricia, look really good, like resurrect his career good if he sticks with Bailey and Bailey does something here. Or the fact that maybe Matt's been a little bit difficult, maybe hasn't taken to having a new boss, maybe has pouted, maybe has shot his mouth a few times. And maybe we can have an actual conversation now on Matt's credentials, which uh, include an asterisk championship in 2020 due to COVID, having a trio of receivers at Alabama that were NFL-ready against college secondaries, no real road games, again, because of COVID. It's not exactly the same Alabama experience that Tua and Jalen Hurts had, which meant going on the road in the SEC or playing a game like uh, Bryce Young might have to play on Saturday in front of 110 nut jobs in Knoxville. It's a very different Mac Jones, Alabama experience than your typical overprepared Alabama quarterback. And I think that has to be brought up here as Mac continues to struggle. All right. Well, and seen. Jake, well done. I, you were on hold just long enough to get the script together, and it was well presented. Wow. I appreciate also uh, only, I'd say, somewhere between 7 to 11% had to do with influencers and or his disdain, disdain, rather, for how things get done in the modern world of social media at all. But do you think there's any possibility, any credibility to the idea that maybe Bailey, who we had heard a little bit of a rumorsville, that perhaps Mr. Kraft was hoping Bailey get the start last week in place of Hoyer, and he's a big fan. We all saw the social media video the Patriots couldn't wait to release this offseason. What an aw shucks, good-feeling story it was. He's a please, yes, and thank you type of guy. You think there's a little, little bit to that? Just even, do you give it even just like a, a, a tad? No. Okay. I don't. Skosh. I think the, the Kraft thing is a little Kraft bit. Kraft loves Zappy. Like me. And like you, some Simmons. other reporters and other fans that are like, kind of, kind of, what's the point of Brian Hoyer? Like, why are we watching this? Whether it's entertainment or is he even that much better? Like, what does he bring? All I remember is the Kansas City game. We didn't win that one. He kind of crapped his pants. Well, like, now the kid's up to speed. So you don't have to yeah. worry about that again. No, no you don't. And, and he's gone for four games, so he right. can't play. So he's out of the equation. Um, and if not, it's time for double G. So, no. So the well, I mean, yes, but no. <laughs> Uh, Please no. But Jake's analysis of Mac Jones is, in some areas, maybe right. But the he was NFL ready. He's a smart quarterback. Yeah. Did he have great weapons at Alabama? Absolutely. You, Steve you Sarkeesian probably could have thrown thirty touchdowns with Waddle, Smith, and Harris. I thought Steve Sarkeesian was the MVP of that team. Like some of the throws were yeah. so easy. The matchups he got, the motions, mm-hmm. the different things he did were phenomenal. 
But that doesn't mean Mac can't play. Like, of course not. Joe Burrow had good receivers at LSU his year when he had his uh, historic, if not run. potentially legendary, like but unbelievable. Cast. I mean, the skill is obviously different, but let's not pretend Mac is incapable of winning. He had one of the better rookie seasons in the history of football last year mm-hmm. in terms of winning, just getting the job right. done, taking the Patriots back to the playoffs, restoring some of the luster, the confidence. Right. So like, uh oh, Belichick did it again. He wasn't prepared. He, got his guy. he wasn't good. Like, he did what Bailey Zappi is doing now. Over the course of four months, and right? Let's re- yes, and let's okay. remind everyone, including Jake, Andy, we had mentioned it previously, it bears re-mentioning, the Patriots have seemingly dialed back or scaled down the game plan. They've gone back to the fundamentals, little play action, couple RPOs. Like Mac last hit year. Like Mac, it looks more like Mac last year. And that yeah, maybe should make Weird. people think, hey, maybe the offense should look more like Mac last year with a couple sprinkles of twists and turns and some new schematic adjustments and not like 50-50 balls and zone runs and it's going to be totally end, different. Uh, to the end of success. Because no, 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 they because Mac's a second-year quarterback. Right. Could Mac have done this against the Lions today? Absolutely. 100%. That's not what you're trying to do. With Mac, your franchise quarterback, you know what you're trying to do? Get to the point Win. where you can compete and beat the Buffalo Bills. Right. They are the measuring stick. Mm-hmm. So it's not good enough to tailor it to your skills and dumb it down and we can do this and do that on a perfect day. No, no, no. I need you to win a shootout when you might need to hang 35 or 40 on Josh Allen's Bills. Mac, that's the pressure on you as a year two developing franchise quarterback. We're in a different boat now. Mac, you were in a different boat last year. Good enough was good enough last year. It's not good enough anymore. Good enough is still good enough for Bailey Zappi. Does that make any sense? Like, with Mac, you were building towards what can we be? Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, like, you need to compete with those. Zappi's not there yet. Zappi shouldn't be there. He's not. It, it, that's not where he's supposed to be in his development. So, I mean, I'm having a little fun with it, the Mac of who course, and all this. Of course, But that was a ridiculous take that Jake just had, and I should have expected it. That's what he does, and we appreciate uh, any and all content and the discussion herein because that's how we sports radio. Holy likability, Batman. How about that guy, huh? Bailey Zappi, Patriots quarterback, his presser today uh, just says all the right things, Andy. Lot to like about this guy. Yep. Yeah, I, I really. Can't... There's no. There's no. There's nothing to nitpick. There's nothing to go over. There's nothing to criticize. Like, he makes the right reads. He executes the game plan. His teammates love him. I was just reading a tweet that uh, from earlier today. I missed a couple of these uh, in the drive today about how all the teammates were waiting after he threw the touchdown pass, kind of like last year when Hoyer threw the touchdown to Jacoby and the bench emptied and they all went and hmm. joined. Fitzy colon teammates like Zappy more. I, I don't even remember. Are you now just trying to like hot take me for the for the blog for dot com? Was that surfaced? Is it? It's normal though, right? Like, isn't this? Of course. You know what this? Remember that show that used to be on TV? Like, it was some weird wife swap thing where they would like switch lives for a week. It was called wife swap. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. I thought I nailed it. Um, yeah. That's what this you feels know, the like. The show where wives were swapped. And yeah, it's it was like called wife swap. This new wife, like. She uh, she cooks really nice and and she's really nice to me and she doesn't yell at me and she doesn't nag me and I just I think there is some of that. Is it unfair? Absolutely. Unfair to the nth degree, but it's just human nature. We're going to make the comparison. Hell, every quarterback before now has been compared to Brady, whether mm-hmm. it's Stidham or Mac or um Cam, right? Well, now it's this weird thing where we're going to compare Mac and Zappy. It's what we do. We compare it's can I kind give you, of the root of sports. Can I give you a couple of fun stats from today's game? Before they better we be fun. Gra- that's the whole point You're promising of them. me fun. I You promised me Zappy two I hours delivered. ago. I finally got it. 
Well, I'm so sorry. Did you at least make sure you had like a uh, some trail mix or gorp to get you through? I'm I sure do. you know. I know you need Beer nuts. need your blo- need your blood sugar up. To, uh, you get you get a little cranky. You get hangry. I do get when hangry. I don't deliver no qu- with the coaches no and the quarterbacks on time. Uh, today was Bill Belichick's 400th game as Patriots head coach. He got the win, which is a beautiful thing to see. Mr. Kraft, of course, got a win in his 500th game as coach of the Patriots earlier this season. Or rather, excuse me, as owner of the Patriots. He owns Z-U-D-Y, that's Zudi. Speaking of which, this hour is brought to you by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zudi, that's Z-U-D-Y dot com. Z-U-D-Y, Andy, for your free trial. Z-U-D-Y, why? Because it's awesome. The Patriots now have a shutout in four straight seasons. This coming from At The Hall, the Patriots Hall of Fame. Four straight seasons, the Patriots now have a shutout in. In Bill Belichick's 400th game as Patriots head coach, that was his defense's 14th shutout. Pretty, pretty impressive. So he's basically averaging a shutout every 29 games. One every other year. Not bad. And Not they, too shabby. And they won 29 nothing. Oh, my God. How about that? Oh, my God. Right? And Lincoln's secretary was Kennedy. Or the stats are for losers. <laughs> Sorry, Coach, I just thought we would... Uh... Today you're a winner, so we can talk about your stats. When you trumpet your stats after a lost bill, that's when stats are for losers. Jim gets the final call this segment. He's up in New Hampshire, wants to talk this budding quarterback controversy. What up, Jim? Come on. I'm here. What's up? You are, and we're here. We're on the air. Caller, yeah, go. Awesome, awesome. You guys, you, guys, you guys make me laugh. It was such an awesome game today. As a Patriots fan, it was just really wasn't it? It was a, a blast, wasn't it, Jim? Yeah. If you didn't enjoy today, a, then you should probably turn I in your fan. I had the windows card. open. I was cooking. I had the TV blasting. I was like, "This is," you know, if my dad were alive, he'd be loving it. And he'd have that little smirk on his face when he went to go make that extra drink. <laughs> well, I hope your dad like is your having dad. one with mine. I lost mine earlier this year, and I often think the same thing. Man, my dad would have hated this Red Sox season, but boy, he would love this Patriots team. Oh, yeah. It was a great game today. A um, couple things. Uh, one, I think that they just did an awesome job. Two, I saw a, a personal side of Bill today that I've never seen before uh, when he was talking about him being Croatian. I never knew that. I had no idea that um, uh, Steve Carroll, or Pete Carroll, was even Croatian or whatever, and he had a, the insignia on his uh, sleeve when they were talking to him and uh, when he was at the podium. And I thought it was really cool that he just gave, you know, kudos like he hasn't done before you know for stevenson you know best phenomenal football player um and when he talked about zappy he saw the game that i as i did and when, i thought that was a huge compliment and bill doesn't usually give those out freely agreed agreed um, you know he even said before the game he described zappy as prepared and that was just like the one word thing um the the questions that i have is one um I think Zappi's not only skilled, but he's smart. Mm-hmm. And you well, know, we did. We have heard a lot about that from Mac Jones as well, Jim. Yeah, but um, you know, I I think I think we, everybody saw it today. And um, when it comes to like, I know the team is fairly new. I know Mac Jones had a part of like helping the team kind of gel um, last year. This year, he got hurt. Um, do you guys think that he had a part of it? You know, to help the team, you know, get to the point where if somebody else did step in like Zappy, that they could capitalize on that. Well, yeah. And the hey, other thing. Yep. Is, Real quick, Jim, like, I got to catch a break. Joke. Okay. Okay. Good. No, go ahead. Just give me that other point you want to make before we have to catch a break. Oh, okay. Um, the other part is like, you know how they switch out players. Yep. 
do you think it would be advantageous to the Patriots? Is is there strengths and weaknesses between the two players, or is one just clearly better than the other, where you would switch them out for a certain place? All right, thanks very much for getting that one, and Jim, appreciate it. Glad you had yourself a day. Windows were down, the TV was blasting, he was cooking, enjoying himself. A Patriots victory Sunday. Andy, I want you to answer on the other side. Would it be advantageous, or could you possibly see any sort of rotation between the quarterbacks? Hey, we're doing sports radio. It's a three-and-a-half-hour show. We're here for all of it. Andy answers that question. We take more of your calls. We go around the rest of the NFL, take a look at some of the other games in Week 5, start getting you ready for Week 6 when the Patriots travel to Cleveland to take on the Browns. It's Fitzy. It's Hart. It's producer LaPan. It's you, all here on the Six Rings Post Game Show. We're back to the Six Rings Post Game Show on WEEI. Looks like we're all tied up between the Eagles and the Cardinals. Boy, the Cardinals, the comeback kids. Kyler Murray doesn't actually start playing football until he's losing by at least two touchdowns. Then they just toss the game plan out the window and say, run, run, run all over the place. Run 85 yards to get a two-yard, to, to get a two-point conversion. Run 100 yards to complete a seven-yard pass. Run. Not a great way to play in the Not National a great football way. League. You know what? Not sustainable. I'm no Vince Lombardi. I'm pretty sure that's not sustainable. Yeah, I don't think it's sustainable, especially not with him. Uh, the Cowboys, by the way, are two-thirds of a quarter away what? from it's like 10 minutes away. That I was just, much easier. I, I know. I, so, I, if you haven't I was noticed told yet, there'd be no math. If you haven't noticed yet, I enjoy making things more difficult for myself. Two-thirds of a quarter, so that would be two-twelfths. That's one-sixth. Mm-hmm. Right. We're now we multiplying fractions seven, on the Six Rings postgame show. Bringing the quadratic equation into the mix. Uh, it was my understanding that there would be no math. Exactly. <laughs> Cowboys are up by nine with 11 minutes left in Los Angeles, where the Cowboys likely have a bit of a uh, home field advantage. I imagine there are actually more Cowboys fans because they travel so well. Oh, yeah. Remember last year when uh, Amari Cooper was still with them? Coop. Uh, there were huge, oh, yeah. audible roars for our Amari Cooper. Now what do they yell? Like, Lamb. C. C. D. <laughs> C doesn't work. That just doesn't really. C. Gallup. Or do they just go like. Like, what are they? I, I don't understand. That would be they... kind of cool if you could get in unison a large <laughs> swath of fans at a road game to clap like a horse. That would be impressive. That would be That was cool. eerily good out of Fitzy, though. I thought there was a horse in the studio. It was. Did you really? Good. Every yeah. once in a while, he nails something. Every something. couple weeks, Wait, once gotta a get, month. You just got to give him a month. You got to sit through a you're Four like Andy Dufresne crawling show. through 10,000 feet of absolute sewage to get to the light of day. I really enjoy doing shows with my friend Andy. <laughs> 49ers are up 30 to 15 with just a couple minutes left. That one's over. Panthers stink. The Panthers stink. I told you they that. They stink. We watched the joint practices. They stunk then. Mm-hmm. And that's when I fell in love with the Patriots' dominating defense and Christian Barmore. <laughs> Yes. No, good point. Oh, yeah, and your boy Barmore, who is, uh, well, he's doing fine. He's being asked to he's do a fine, lot He's fine, but line. what has he done? Tackle people. I overhyped him. We can yes. be honest. Great Christian some pressure. Fourier is going to call in and take his little mm-hmm. walk of shame. Mm-hmm. I overhyped Christian Barmore. I'm sorry. As I am wont to You're do, not I the was only too one, positive. Andy. 
You're not the only one. There were a lot of people. I even, I believe, in an article that I wrote over the summer for .com, I believe I referenced a piece on NFL.com saying they voted him as the most likely second-year Pro Bowler, maybe in the AFC, Patriots, AFC, whatever it was. Like They were looking for the leap. Haven't seen it just yet. But there could be a lot of double teams and game planning for him as well. Are we going with that? Is that what we're doing? No, because whatever's going on, Matthew Judon is the one who's dominating right now. What can we do? What can we collectively, either as media, fans, whatever, what can we do to make sure that Judon doesn't fall off like he did last year? It's like not my job I, to make sure well, he doesn't fall off. I don't know. Off. I'm just, we're group thinking. Eat right, work out right, do TB12, whatever. Take a little something, something if you need to later in the year. I'm not advocating for any <laughs> illegal drugs. I'm just saying whatever you need to get you up. And the team used to pay you to talk inside the stadium. <laughs> yes. Strange that it lasted as long used as it did. To. Used to. Used to. Hey, I left on my own accord. Mm-hmm. So you say, uh, Matt Rule, first coach fired? Oh, yeah. Today he had like this weird stink face, confused face up and down the sideline. Did you say stink face or steak face? Stink. It looked like he was smelling a fart or maybe had an uncomfortable booger in his nose. Like he was doing something. He just, yeah, dead man walking. And I've actually read stories like they want him, they should fire him soon so that he can get a college gig. And then therefore Mm -hmm. they can do the offset where if the college is paying him... Six million dollars a year. They're off the to, hook yeah. for that six right. and only have to pay three million a year. Or whatever. Yeah, weren't there reports even a few weeks ago from some of those like not fully verified, but sometimes semi-reliable follows on Twitter, like uh, hashtag Panthers or like Panthers hashtag Coach Matt Rule has lost the locker room. You oh hashtag yeah, hashtag keep pounding or whatever. And, it, it was. and he's a popular like the the fans chant for him at like Nebraska when Scott Frost gets fired or places like that like oh Matt Rule will do a great job next year some guys are just cut out to coach college yeah yes. it's fine they're Sabins Nick they're Saban. Spurriers or Tigers yeah now, Matt Rule the latest like sometimes you just hop okay. on board the train with the coach du jour uh, someone who seems like the sexiest name now I know everyone's talking about D'Amico Ryan's the defensive coordinator former player great smile for San Francisco think he might be next in line. Um, maybe Ken Dorsey, the former Miami he's going Hurricanes. to be hurt by uh, Robert uh, Sala. See, the problem mm. is when you follow yeah, Sala's winning now. The Jets are three and two. Yeah, we'll see. Relax. I'm Relax. just saying. Are you kidding me? I'm sure on our sister station tomorrow morning, WFAN, they'll probably be playing jazz the entire time and having a freaking Mardi Gras parade. Three and two. The Jets have a winning record. Five games into the, the Giants are four and one, sitting atop. Well, Potentially sitting atop the NFC East, Dable. He's That's good. all Dable. Dude can coach. Yes, he can. He is a man's man of coaching. He has bounced around enough, so he's his own man. He's got enough sampling of of different ideas and systems and and styles. I'm all in on Brian Dable being a good NFL head coach. He, Not sure I'm all in on Daniel Jones being his quarterback to allow him to. Oh, be. He's more of like a running back that has to occasionally throw the ball. So they we'll have see no. Where you that would goes. be the you would be the third starting receiver on the Giants at this point. I can't cut like I used to. No, I know. Yeah, if you ask me to run straight and not all that fast, <laughs> I can get that job done. Otherwise, I'm screwed. We're gonna k- go to break right now. We'll pay the bills. We'll. Uh, you never got t- me. I knew you never paid off last tease. Can I pay it off in like oh, yeah, a minute? Go yeah, go. You know what? Actually, go right ahead. Rotating quarterbacks does not work at most levels. Certainly not at the National Football League level. And even if it did, I don't think there's enough differential skills right. between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi that I want to alternate between the two of them like they're both 
undersized, weak-armed mm-hmm. pocket passers who get by on their brains and preparation and those types of things. So I'll pick the better one of those and run with it, whoever it is. It's probably Mac. We can have fun for the next couple of weeks pretending maybe Zappy's got a shot, but it's probably Mac. But no, I do not see any way in Hades or Foxborough that it would make sense to rotate those two. Couldn't agree more. There we go. Glad we paid that That was off. easy. That was very easy. What a satisfying payoff to a tease that was. That was Radio a happy ending to this hour. Oh, my mercy. Only a half hour to go. PTL, everybody. When we come back, we will start getting you ready for the Patriots' sixth game on the season here on the Six Rings postgame show when they travel to Cleveland next week, as well as give out our thumbs up and thumbs down. Who did it and who didn't today in the Patriots' 29-0 victory over the Lions? This is the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. We're back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. <laughs> I was letting it. Uh, what does he? What does he say? Does he say let it ride? Let it breathe? Let it breathe, Jackson. Chime. That's a TV uh, let term. it breathe. Let it breathe. They tell that to play-by-play announcers. Like if there's something really cool right. going on, let it breathe. Let it breathe. Nat sound. They call it. You know that was one of the things. Dare I say? Uh, final half hour here of the Six Rings post-game show. We go commercial-free right up till seven twenty-five. We'll pay some bills. Commercial-free. Boom. Then we go to Westwood One's coverage of. Sunday Night Football, and it's a good one, Andy. I cannot wait to get home and catch as much of Bengals at Ravens as possible. Uh, I think the Ravens are three-and-a-half-point favorites. What do you got? Who do you like in that one? Uh, I always like the Bengals. They don't always win, but I'm a Joe Burrow guy. Like I love the swagger. Mm-hmm. I think his swagger is Joey made Ice, for rivalry games Joe. like this. Uh-huh. Now, it's also hard to bet against Lamar and what he is doing this year and right. what the, the course he's on for this season, but... I think the Bengals are the better offense, Mm -hmm. probably the better all-around team right now. They've gotten their offensive line issues in order. They've settled that out a little bit. Of course, they had to go up against T.J. Watt and Micah Parsons the first two weeks, two absolute monsters, two freak athletes. So you would understand why there would be some issues. Of course, he didn't play very much in the preseason as well. And as we've talked about on the pod here on the radio and beyond, pretty cruddy football so far in a lot of ways because you can't tackle anymore during the week. Everyone's concerned about concussions, understandably. The preseason is a mess. No one's actually playing their starters. So, like, now I'm really understanding what Belichick at all say. Like, it takes four to six weeks to figure it out because first four to six weeks is kind of a mess. Oh, and on top of it, there have been injuries out the wazoo across the league. And as Tom Brady said, I don't know, I see pretty bad football being played. And I agree with him. This is one of the few times I've agreed with Tom Brady in recent years. Oh, and by the way, uh, as we get into thumbs up and thumbs down on the game today, as well as the player of the game. Thumbs uh, down to Giselle. (laughs) I'm Team Tom. Represent. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Really, if there ever was going to be a march or like a protest, 83 Leo and Birmingham get you. What? Torches and pitchforks. Sorry, I no, support No, I was going to say, 
and working dads no. everywhere. Oh, have mercy. Is he please. not the representative for the working dad? Ah, there's nothing more. When I listen to Bruce Springsteen's Working on a Dream, uh, the first thing I think of is Tom Brady grabbing his lunchbox, his pail, and his canteen. Just trying to provide for on the car hearts and making his way down to the factory. Put, you know, three square meals on the table a day. Build a house. He's just trying to provide. No. Thumbs down. Oh, what? The ultimate thumbs down of the week. You would say, like yesterday, Kyrie was uh, kind of going through his thumbs down. He was like, you know, like, these guys are tripping. And it was like Draymond Green and a few others. Antonio Brown. Did you see his tweet today? No, here's where I'm on AB's side. He actually tweeted out that graphic. AB's been a dink his whole life, and Tom Brady took him into his house. That's on Tom and Brady. And the gratitude lay he with, shows. Lay with dogs, you get fleas. The gratitude he shows is by tweeting out that thing of, like, daddy's getting a divorce with some artist putting or photoshopping Tom Brady in there? Are you surprised? He's a bad dude. He's been a bad awful, dude since that college. Last week, he, last week he whips, it, whips it out at a Excuse poolside me? in Dubai. He did. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Giselle photo he put of him, like, hugging and kissing her at the Super Bowl. I'm, uh, He's Tom a Brady. terrible human being. He awful. has been forever, and Tom took him into Do his Do you family. mean that somebody who disagreed with his medical treatment and decided to take off his pads and do shirtless jumping jacks in the end zone at MetLife Stadium might be a tad unhinged? Oh, no, he's nuts. I think he's been nuts for a long time. Speaking of rivalries in the North, Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, and Bengals, I do not believe that this is the Vontez Perfect hit, that, that he went off the rails. You Speaking of off the rails. So? No, I think he's been nuts his whole life and career. But it had to, something had to have. Uh... Oh, Tom Brady's getting ready to go to work. The hell is this he's packing up, making his avocado sandwich, getting his sprouted crispy seaweed snacks. Hey, those yachts don't pay for themselves. Putting on, he's putting on the Uggs, splashing a little Stetson on, getting into the TB12. Those islands shirt. on Billionaire Island or whatever. I mean, the house mansions, they don't pay for themselves. Man's got to work. <sighs> no more relatable working class man in America. Tom Brady, ladies and gentlemen, Absolutely stunned to see Antonio Brown tweet that out early. But then again, of course, How what happens when the Patriots release him after yeah, like, 11 days he went after Mr. Kraft? So he's the worst. me once. God, he's the worst. Like, he, he's, no, I think he's very consistent. I think he's Consistently remark- horrible. He's, yes. Yes. It, the lowest common denominator, expect that from him. Like, whatever the right. low. What's like, beneath pond know, scum? Like, honestly, something has to hold pond scum up. Like, it can't be water. Yeah, okay. Well, It floats. It's a good point. But something causes pond scum. And what's at the root of pond scum? The hell is even of the worse. earth. It's a spring from Satan. Like, he really, home. like, he's just, oh, uh, shame on, like, Terrible. now I feel gross for allowing myself to, like, sort of, like, Oh, you dirt. people embraced him. Uh, you know who really I stand him. by? I sort of, like, the greatest, uh, greatest quote that's ever come out of the New England Patriots locker room. In we my are opinion. all Patriots! Nope. When Antonio Brown We're bringing arrived, this sucker home. When Antonio Brown arrived, as they are wont to do, they put Matthew Slater out there to talk about it. Oh. And Matthew Slater said, "As a leader of this team, but not necessarily as a man, I'll welcome into him into this locker room." He knew he was a bad dude. Right. He said it right there. He said it for you. And everybody wanted to pretend because he can jump high on the practice field. Remember those photos? Mm-hmm. And catch the ball and, oh, Miami and all this. It's fun that what? he's not a bad dude. He's well, a terrible Tom, dude. But that makes me think there's some vicarious bad dudeness to Tom Brady. Then no, he's he was simple. Willing. Can you help me win? Wow. Come aboard. That's all he cares about and cared about This isn't about like a time. Lee Marvin movie. This is real life and they play football. 
I'm telling you, he, he is focused on one movie. thing. Tom Brady is addicted to winning and competing. We've seen that. It's costing mm-hmm. him his marriage. He would bring anybody aboard to help him win. Like, that's his, his drug, right? That's his addiction, is winning and competing in the National Football League. It's a phenomenal story and a sad one, all wrapped up into one collection of years and tales. Tom Brady finishes up the season. He's like, Bill, 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 I need to come home. Bill, I'm sad. Bill's I like, lost, I, I got gotta, zappy. Get out of my hair. I, gotta, I already lost one marriage. I need to repair the other one. Bill. Would you take him back? Pfft, are you kidding me? I would do anything for another hit of the drug that is Tom Brady playing quarterback for the Patriots. I'm good. Anything. I'm good. I mean, I know the ship has sailed. He ripped off the Band-Aid the for ship us. ship sailed. It sank. It sailed again. It rose up. It's like the freaking Pirates of the Caribbean, one of those ghost ships. I know. Then the trophy almost followed it down. Like, Brady finished the let's tequila. Not. Let's not. I know. But at the same time. Can we move on? Wouldn't you a little bit like... No. I'd feel dirty afterwards. Brady. I'd feel dirty afterwards, wouldn't you? Now there's horses. So it just rode off. <laughs> yes. You're not bad at that. Thank you. Wow, look at that. Mark that down, Nick. 7-11 in well, 15 seconds. Andy Hart actually said, you're not bad at that. Well, first thing, res- even closely resembling a compliment for me. It's like the text line that started the show that said, Andy Hart's excited about something good for once. No, 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 I'm a very simple man. You show me something good, I'll react excitedly to it. You show me talent and ability, I will praise it. You show me bad, and I'm going to say it was bad. It's called objectivity. Oh. Y'all should try it sometime. You are a simple man indeed, and we appreciate that. About when you. do I get to do well, my see, thumbs up and thumbs down? Right are you now. done babbling about Brady? I, it's okay. of interest in market. Well, I'm not sure if you've noticed. It was at I, the forefront of WEEI.com, one of the finest websites in all of sports today. Thank you very much, sir. Thumbs up and thumbs down with Andy Hart. Funny Andy, thing is, a thumbs up. They won today. I need a little bit more time because there's so many thumbs up today because they were so good. But I am going to start with the aforementioned, and we've talked about it, so I won't belabor the point. Bailey Zappi mm-hmm. showed up. Made plays, nearly doubled his yardage from week one as I checked the math a little bit. Um, Shouldn't have had an interception, not on him, as you pointed out earlier. We've got to call that a giveaway or something Giveaway by Nelson Aguilar. Cool, calm, collected. Um, I thought he was efficient. Did what he needed to do. I know the... Somebody brought up the third down. They weren't good on third down. They obviously weren't good in the red zone. Like, if you dig deep on some of those numbers... Mm -hmm. This is not good enough over the course of a long span or a long season. Luckily, they played a team where Belichick owns coastal real estate in the quarterback's head, and he outcoached the pants off of the other guy. But never the last time they had a game where literally winning was the only thing you should care about Mm -hmm. was when Jacoby Brissett was a rookie thrust into playing, and you're like, oh, my God, they won. That Thursday night game was Awesome. LeGarrette Blunt, they handed him the ball like 50 times. All that matters. Did Brissett have like a big touchdown run too? Yes, a boot, a naked boot, and like he wasn't Mm -hmm. even a runner, but like he just kept running because there was a lot of green grass. Texans fumbled a bunch. Wasn't that game also a shutout? Uh, It was. I think it was 16-0 or 19-0. Very similar game. Good point by you. That's all that matters, not the stats. Like we'll, We'll work on that the longer you're in there. Next online, we've talked about him. Matt Judon led the defense. He was dominant. He was superhero-esque, and not the first time. I actually thought the first half against the Ravens, he was shot out of a cannon and had all kinds of energy and pressures that day. Wise actually cleaned up with the sacks in that contest. Today, Judon gets a couple foresight. Jack Jones, talking about energy. And we should also remind, in case we have a different audience right now, that Matt Judon, uh, I think it's a Patriots record you pointed out earlier, five games, six sacks, first guy ever to have a sack in the first five games of his season. Correct. 
awesome. besting Andre, Andre Tippett, Tippett was on the a field Hall today. Love to see that. Also did that cool video for uh, the Patriots that was social. Excellent. Um, Jack Jones, a week after his big pick six against Aaron Rodgers and his fun, infamous, cocky quote about being disrespectful to throw an out on him, mm-hmm. he made another big play. This time dropped out of his coverage and picked off a terrible throw by Jared Goff, who is disrespectful, continuing to play in the National Football League because mm-hmm. he stinks, but looking for TJ Hawkinson, and Jack Jones picked it off. I love where his development is going. I think they need guys like him, and I think Devin McCourty believes it too. I asked Devin a couple questions this week about Jack Jones and the comment and the cockiness, and do you ever try to squish that? He's like, no, go play football. You're supposed to be young. You're supposed to be cocky. He said, but you better not give up any outs after you made that comment about Exactly. Being, but... If you can do it, talk the talk, and then walk the walk. And I'm surprised that Ty Law would come on the Greg Hill Show last Tuesday, as he does for every Tuesday, a Ty Blanking Tuesday, I believe they call it, and makes the appearance and says that he needs to, like, play football and, you yeah, know, weird. shut his mouth. It was weird. Like, Nobody you were was the king of swag, chatty. the cockiest guy yeah. on earth. Now, Peter King doing the, the, the grandpa finger wag, I would sort of expect that a little bit. Yeah. But, like, I like this about this kid. That Absolutely. and the fact that he... Read the play, ran over, and made that pick. Very athletic. Great instinct. And I bet Bill kind of likes it in a place deep down where he's not going to tell him about it, but he kind of enjoys the swagginess of it. Nick Folk, mm-hmm. we don't need to say anymore. Five field goals. He was your scoring. When you go bad in the Money. red zone, you better have a kicker that always makes his kicks. Nick Folk does. Ramondre Stevenson, 161 yards rushing. Dude is a machine. Dude is a beast. I, my new comparison for him is Saquon Barkley, so maybe he's a blend of Le'Veon Bell and Saquon Barkley. If he ever gets the opportunity, I don't know how long the injury is going to be with Harris. I think you're just going to see a star develop before our eyes. I think we saw it happen today. Unreal. I think that I asked you earlier, is today the day that Ramondre Stevenson rested control of the number one running back no. role in the Patriots? I think they're still going to split it. Um, because you have two backs that are good. You can share the load. He did look like he started to get a little tired today after 25, 26 carries, whatever it was. And why force it? You're probably going to have to go to him with the bulk of the carries next year, depending on how things play out when Harris, if Harris leaves as a free agent. Uh, Jacoby Myers, we talked about it with Christian earlier. Seven for 111. He never fell off. He missed a couple games, Mm -hmm. comes back. Different quarterback on the field and just seven catches, eight targets, 111 yards. And I will say, that's a that's a big boy touchdown, 24 yards. That's yeah, not like is. a little dink and dunk touchdown. And his 15-plus yard uh, average, he's moving up. He used to be the 9, 10, 11 kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He's making a few more plays down the field, see if that can continue. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. I want to check my uh, thumbs up to make sure. Did you get everybody? The offensive line should also be included, but that's a uh, Adrian Phillips. I wanted to mention Adrian okay. Phillips. You can mention Adrian Phillips. He's gr- he, like the, just toss it, ragdolling people well, left mean, and right. We could mention a lot of guys today. Kyle Duggar, right? Had a couple nice tackles. Had obviously the scoop and score touchdown. Hey, and Hunter Henry, welcome line. back to the party. Hunter Henry, welcome back to the party. You have a new uh, host, and his name is Bailey Zappi, and you guys seem to connect a little. Um, thumbs down, Nelson Aguilar. We was catching. Unlike Aguilar and his mishaps, I like to put that out there. And well, he added to the list of mishaps today by the ball hitting him in the hands near midfield, and he just—you said it earlier—he John who smithed it. He John who <laughs> straight. Hey, I don't want arm. this. It's a hot potato. You want here? It? You take it. Um, oh. and it just can't happen. And then he had a, a hamstring injury, which I don't know if that was just a way to get the hell out of the spotlight and go away. Um, the run defense I thought was a little lackluster early. Um, they were getting five-yard chunks with mm-hmm. ease. They were moving the line of scrimmage. I still think that's an area to watch uh, moving forward. Uh, you know who's on the horizon, the Cleveland Browns. 
They obviously have one of the best running tandems in the National Football League. You need to get Lawrence Guy back out there, in my opinion. I think this Big all time. stems from Guy missing time. Um, and then, obviously, the red zone offense. I'm not putting it on any one player, any coaching, anything. But this is now becoming a problem. They're near the bottom of the league in red zone offense. Mm-hmm. They went 0 of 5. They are now, I believe, 6 of 15 on the year in the is red zone. any of that on the play calling? Oh, yeah. I think it's a group effort. Bill wants me to say everything's a group effort, right? The coaching, mm-hmm. the play call. Everything's a group effort, so you're failing as a group. Put it on the quarterback. Put it on not having a true red zone threat, like a dominant one-on-one physical option. We'll see if Hunter Henry is kind of rejuvenated because he was a key red zone guy last year for Mac Jones. If you get a couple Hunter Henry red zone touchdowns, that will make you a little bit better. So red zone offense is an area that needs to improve. Uh, looks like it's going to go final in Los Angeles. The Cowboys are going to move to four and one. The Ramajamas going to two and three, twenty-two to ten. What a rush! Stinks. See, I can do it with other teams' backup quarterbacks too. Rush oh, to judgment. You. Oh, how about that? Oh, it hurts so good for Eagles fans. Looks like they're going to go to five and zero. Oh, Still so be the only unbeaten team in the NFL. You buying them yet? I don't, oh, it just went final. There you go. You buying them? Uh, as as a as a Super no. Bowl contender, like a legitimate yes. Yes. fifteen and two kind of team, you trust them to run out what should. It's a talented ro- roster. It's a it loaded is. roster. I don't know if I, I still know totally buy the quarterback, and the coach is still relatively young and unproven. Niners, remember, remember his press yep. conference? Oh yeah, what a debacle that was when he took the job. Yeah. Now he has the best team in the NFL, maybe. I mean, everyone thought, like, out on Sirianni, this guy's a disaster. He was awful. They got him. He had, like, a, a, a breakdown the on the stage. first part of being smart is knowing what to do. There you go. Was, and we're going to have schemes. And, we're, and those schemes, we're going to see if they work. Have systems in place, and we will have systems in place <laughs> to do so. He was systems so bad. In place. And now he leads an undefeated team. The Dolphins are worried about because Nick they have, Sirianni's Because they have team. drafted, like, absolute champs. And by oh, the way, Jimmy's we are, and Joe's, not we are having and so much fun talking about the Jimmys and Joes as we broadcast from our Best Yet brand studio here on the Six Rings postgame show. Andy, we got a, uh, I'm going to give a quick minute to last call of the day, Danny from Quincy. Danny. Yeah. Danny. Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't hear the bell. I didn't hear the bell. All right, well, ding, ding. Let's All go. All right, got a minute I'm for a, you, pal. I'm very professional at this. Anyway. Thank you. Um, I found this game hard to watch. I'm sorry. 0 for 4 in the red zone. Early in the game, they had no pass rush on Goff, and that's when he, he actually was moving the football through the air. And When? I don't know. I just – and Stevenson, could they have given, given the guy a rest? I know Harris got hurt. No, they didn't have another running back. Yeah. They didn't have another running they back. They had two running they backs had, active today. Two, that's it. And Harris went out with a okay. hamstring then injury. I, then in the my, my bad. I'm just, yeah. you know, I hate to see the guy get punished the way he did. Uh, you know, but I, I just, I found it hard to watch. Andy, I told you two weeks in a row that Belichick would bench the quarterback he doesn't like or he doesn't think is performing in practice. And you said, ah, that's, that's, that's. That's never going to happen. And then you come on today and say there's a quarterback controversy now. I mean, give me a break. I, I, I swear to God, some of the things I said two weeks when, before Lombardi made those after Lombardi made those comments, that should have told you. And I told you last week Belichick was overly complimentary to Zappi, which he never does. And then you said, well, he, he was complimentary to Mac all Jones. last yeah, year. Over the course of 17 games he was. Right. But – Something happened after the bye week last year. I think they played good I think, teams uh, and lost. I'm 
sorry? They played good teams and lost. Yeah, but everything. Mac no, lost his so. way. I Judon got Jones, tired. Something happened. Something happened. They played they good were, teams. They were completely – either Matt Jones wanted some of the players to stay behind and and work through the bye week when they all took off. He doesn't really understand how the NFL is. He lost his team, I think, after that because they, they continued that, and mm-hmm. I think he regressed. He was an interception machine. Granted – and Thanks, Danny, Danny, unfortunately, we got to go. I appreciate that, pal. But we only have just two minutes left until we got to call it, and then we go to Westwood One's coverage of Sunday Night Football: Bengals at Ravens. Andy, time now for the player of the game. Patriots player of the game is brought to you by Cars for Kids. The easy way to donate your car: donate today, and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Go to Cars for Kids. That's Cars with a K. dot com or one eight seven seven Cars. For kids. A-A-R-S, cars for kids. Andy, I think I it's easy spell. today. Your player of the game for the New England Patriots is? Number nine, Mr. Red Sleeves in a red jersey, Matthew Judon. Multiple sacks, multiple QB hits, pressures out the wazoo. I disagree with Danny. I think the pass rush was there early and often throughout the afternoon, and the play of the game was the strip sack that led to the Kyle Duggar return for a touchdown, 59 yards. Um, Matthew Judon is playing an elite level of football right now for your Patriots. If he can continue to do that, that is huge for a defense that is starting to find its way with Jack Jones maybe as a corner and develop things in the back end. So Matt Judon, huge today against an offense that was supposed to be number one in the NFL. That's right, and a very good offensive line he made with it excellent look awful. tackles. Awful. That's right. He in dominated them. Yep, he did. Some bad coaching because there was some T.J. Hawkinson, and he made Jared Goff just turn into a puddle of Goff goo on the field. The Goff offense was Goffle, dare I Goffle. say. Uh, all right, in 10 seconds or less, too quick a preview next week, Sunday, against the Browns. You give him a chance. I absolutely give them a chance, but the run defense, Lawrence Guy, you need him back. I, I think they could run it right down your throat, so we'll see. We need that L guy back in a big old way. Patriots 29, Lions 0. Thank you very much for listening today and welcoming us into the car, to the after tailgate, the garage, wherever you enjoy the show. Great job, Nick LaPan. Thank you for calling in Christian Fourier. Appreciate the audio from Kyrie Thompson. He's at Jumbo Heart. I'm at Fitzy GFY. We'll talk to you on the Six Rings pod this week, and we'll hear you next Sunday on the Six Rings postgame show following Browns and Patriots. See ya. See ya.